I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Give me all the chicken heads from Pasadena to Medina. That they get in between you. Then pick a prognosis. Doses. Blends and bends like twizzlers. Biggie fit into her. What's under the skirt? So down some you're killing us. Who's filling with octane? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house here on a Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, very special Tuesday, man. We are blessed to have one half of the comedy, uh, duo, comedy outliers with us. Uh, it's my man, uh, B Collins. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? Good, Been a long man. Time. Happy to be back. Hey, Ooh, glad to have you back, man. We enjoy having you on. Uh, of course, you guys know uh, Comedy Outliers. You can follow them on Twitter, at Comedy Outliers. Uh, you can follow Brandon on Twitter, Mr. B underscore, I mean, Mr. underscore B Collins. And, uh, of course, you know, Mike Brown, at Yo Mike Brown on Twitter. Um, how's everything been going, man? It's been a while since we talked to you. Yeah, man, things have been crazy. Mike and I were recently in New York Comedy Festival. Uh, we had that video with JL that y'all saw. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was hilarious, was by the way. It was very funny. And uh, shout, out, shout out to y'all for, you know, giving me accolades for also the Key and Peele sketch I did. Oh, that yeah. That was real yeah. good, man. That was real good. <laughs> so uh, other than that, just been getting into PS4 and planning our upcoming three-year anniversary, man. That's about it. Now, have you um done acting before? Like, did you like go to school for acting and take classes or something? Oh no, I did a I did theater and comedy in high school and college. So that's that's kind of my background. I did a lot of college humor and MTV videos and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, man. You uh you, you did well, man. Um I also <laughs> saw um I think on your Facebook page that you got a, a podcast called Medium Popcorn that you're doing now. Yeah, I just started this movie podcast. It's actually on iTunes. It should be on there about now or within the next hour, so I just got approved. Okay. Um but yeah, it's pretty much just a forum for me to talk about my thoughts on movies, like, I go in on that movie Boyhood. I hated that shit. Like, uh, I'm a huge movie buff, but I just think that movie was the wackest use of three hours mm. ever. Like, especially compared to Selma or right. other movies that are out right now. Like, that's just a waste of art. I get it, it took 12 years, but I just, I can't, I can't fuck with that movie, man. Yeah, sometimes I think people give props to a movie because of the concept more than the actual movie itself. Now, I haven't, right. I haven't seen that movie yet, but, I was thinking to myself, like, did those actors get paid for 12 different movies? Because <laughs> how are you going to film, you know, like a little bit every year? That's a 12-year commitment of my life, you know, yeah. typically. You know, like, I might be a bigger star 12 years from now that wouldn't have signed up for this paltry amount that you offered me in, you know, 1995 and shit. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, you know... I, I get that, like, everyone's, like, all on its dick because it took 12 years and they got the same cast throughout the whole 12 years. But mm-hmm. if you look at someone like Selma, Birdman, there's so many other films that were just better and that people are going to talk about years from now versus Boyhood. Literally, I'm from, I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's the story of every other white kid I grew up with. Like, I hate, like, <laughs> it's not original at all. Just... Yeah, you know, one of the things I'm starting to have issues with and I can't help myself uh, maybe it's just because we had so much racial turmoil in 2014, but I'm I'm just kind of sick of white people problem movies. Like, mm-hmm. um, I watched this movie the other day. It's called because uh, we get a lot of screeners and stuff because we're professional yeah. movie critics or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got this movie the other day called Obvious Child. 
Oh, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's I mean, and and I'm and I'm not dissing the movie. I thought the performances were good and all that stuff. It wasn't like no slight to anyone involved with the film, but just when the film ended, I just found myself being like, that's it? Like yeah. y'all didn't really have any problems. You know what I mean? Like it was a woman who was contemplating having an abortion mm-hmm. and she they don't even really stumble over that. Like she pretty much makes her mind up right away. I'm going to have an abortion. Everybody in the film that finds out is cool with it. She does a bit on stage about it. The crowd even kind of comes around and laughs at it. Like there's literally no stakes in the whole movie. Like the whole movie is like, I don't know if maybe we're supposed to have theoretical like hangups as an audience about it because we're like, maybe she's planning on us to not be very progressive or liberal, but I'm like, who would go see this movie that wasn't pretty progressive already I, like exactly, yeah. it, it just like it just I don't know it ended and I just was like that that's it so there was no conflict no confrontation not no really thing. like even oh. the dude like that you know spoilers anyone listen the yeah. dude who got her pregnant like even his reaction's pretty like laid back and very liberal you know like right like and I watched the movie too like and I it was okay like it was an hour and twenty minutes so right. it wasn't even like harmful to my day right and uh, at the end of it I'm like man if that was about a black or Hispanic woman. This movie would just be called Ooh Child. It would be Ooh Obvious Child. <laughs> right. and, and the critics would have been like, oh, this movie had no plot. I don't really know the purpose of it. Right. Yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Like, yeah, like, you're right. I'm, yeah. It's like the movie needed a bad guy. And it just never had one. Now, it doesn't mean that the bad guy can't come around. Like, maybe it's a, 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 a religious father, or maybe it's an overbearing mom, or. Maybe it's the guy he, you know, he feels ostracized or something, you know, mm-hmm. it just needed something. But like every single turn, it felt just like a white privilege movie. Like at the beginning when she finds out that it costs $500 to have an abortion, I'm like, oh, crying. so yeah, I'm like, oh, crying. so, so is that going to be the thing that is going to be the obstacle in this movie? Kind of like how Friday they had to come up with the money to get big perm is, is dope before they got killed. Like, is is that going to be her thing? Is working to get $500? They don't even bring up how she got $500. It's just like, she got it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you just, I imagine she got it from her mom, which is another thing. She had, like, a rich mom who's, like, a professor. Her dad seemed like he had his stuff pretty well together. Like, it wasn't like she had any real, she didn't, it's not like she didn't have anyone to turn to, so she had to, like, do some crack, like, or sell some shit right. to try to get some money. You know, it's, She just needed somebody in the movie that, would tell her about herself and give her a bit of pause even if you know they would be wrong for it you just needed somebody to play that bad guy and like i said it's these these type of things are turning me off now you know i'm out on girls now that sound boring yeah i'm done with girls like i i tried i I stuck with it and I, i knew i was done because um I didn't watch the finale last season and I wanted to. Mm, and everybody yeah. said it was hard to find. Yeah, it was just hard to find. It wasn't on HBO Go for some reason. Oh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't on the um on demand app. Like I don't know what happened to that fucking finale, but I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't find it. And then yeah. um this weekend, Uverse was offering like free HBO, free everything, you know, like for a weekend. And so I uh the DVR recorded girls on its own, the, the premiere for season four. Oh, because yeah. you had it pre-programmed. Yeah, and so I saw it on there, and I played like two minutes of it, and I just went, oh, who gives a fuck, and deleted it. So I, I think I'm completely off that show because it's there's just no stakes. Everything's just like, will well, I get into college yeah. or won't I get into college? 
Yeah, the only reason why I was fucking with it was because of, uh, what's his name? Adam Driver, who yeah. I think for this season, he's probably out because he was filming Star Wars and shit. Yeah. So he's the only like unpredictable character where I was actually like, oh, this is the, this is a reason to watch because you never know what this dude's going to go. But well, yeah, I felt the show had some redeemable qualities. It wasn't even, I don't, like, I don't even blame the show. I feel like I got tired of white people problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like maybe if this was five years ago, I'd be like, you know what? It is difficult when you don't know what kind of job you want and you don't really see yourself as a, <laughs> with a future in writing or maybe right. you should, you know, maybe you should go. That's a luxury in life, boy. Yeah. So you stay sh- away from the Hobbit, man. That's the ultimate white people problems. We got oh, white man. dwarves. I, yeah. He's he seen it. White elves and shit. Yeah, I seen all three of the Hobbits, but, but you know what the thing is? Um, the last Hobbit movie I enjoyed because motherfuckers was dying and that's an obstacle. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. what, when a fucking orc is decapitating motherfuckers, I'm in. Like, if, shit, I'd be, I'd watch girls again if a motherfucker started decapitating people like every couple episodes. <laughs> shit, I watch yeah, the fuck out of it. Yeah, but if it's a black guy, then it's gonna, we're gonna have some problems because then it's just gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna add a subplot about the NYPD and shit's gonna go down. It's not gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh, but yeah, I definitely will be in that, man. Um now I, I saw that um now Mike couldn't make it today, but I yeah. did see on his timeline that he got to be on I think you know what, dude. And uh I think he was on with uh Anthony Camilla and you know, Anthony Camilla is controversial after those comments. Yeah, yeah. On black Twitter and shit. Um, yeah. have you ever got to, uh, be on the show with him or? Yeah, him? Mike, Mike and I met Anthony at the same time on, uh, Bobby Kelly's podcast. Uh, you know what, dude? Uh, we didn't know he was going to be on the show. So when I found out, I was like, oh shit, it's going to be me, Mike Brown, Wilson Vince, um, and of course Bobby. And, uh, you know, we, we were on the show. We were talking about the incident. I asked a lot of questions because I wanted to know, like, what the fuck were you thinking? When you went on Twitter and just said some crazy shit, right? Um, it was a, it was a good discussion. It was a funny episode. Uh, what we're saved and uh, Anthony's people were like, "Yo, come uh, come do our shit." And so we we went on the show. I'm um, had a good time. He's kind of fucking mad now, Long Island. Yeah, and shit. And, uh, I mean, they've been they've been good to us. His fans are insane, though. I'll I'll say that shit. Yeah, um, they definitely go hard. <laughs> yeah. Like I know, um, even talking about him, not at his mentions or anything mm-hmm. like his, fan, his, his fans up. like search his name or something and they'll come in your twitter and be like you know ha 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 motherfucker you know so they don't like they go hard for that dude um yeah. now when you were uh talking to him like now what is that like because you know i'm sure us as yeah. not as non-comedians we have our own like um perception of him Correct. but you know and as somebody in the industry you know i look at it like how um people will go online and be like i wouldn't put up with blah 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 yeah. mm-hmm. and then later on they're tweeting like you know my boss is racist man and uh, i just gotta deal with it um <laughs> so like how do you you know like how do you um like you know figure out how to how to operate in that world and like did he challenge like or and was did you have any perception of him before working with him that you have afterwards or like how do you know i i have listened to opening anthony a few times back when he was on the show and you know between, you know, listen to the show and then actually meet him in person at the Bobby Kelly podcast, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, the first time he's doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be, like, some of the first people to, like, really know what the hell happened. Like, what was he thinking? Uh, and he was he was honest about his anger. He was honest about his frustrations. And so we were able to connect with him on a more human level versus, like, 
just talking about the controversy and talking about our point of view. We talked about how it you know, it's upsetting for not only myself, Mike, Will, so Vince, but also Black Twitter. <laughs> we were all talking. We were representing Black Twitter at the time. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, is that a, is that a lot of is that a lot of pressure representing Black Twitter? Oh no, no. I you know y'all follow me on Twitter, man. I be talking about books and I be I be talking about flowers and shit. I see. I'm I'm weird at Twitter. Mike's the one who's really engrossed in that shit. <laughs> I'm, I say some random stuff. I lose five Twitters every time I. I talk about, hey guys, I, I read this article today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it is a, for me, for me and Mike, it was like, if, if he's cool with us as a person, then why not do a show? Like, why not, like, you know, just chat it up? Like, on his show, we don't even talk about race. We just talk about shit that's in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to, you know, when we come on your show, when we come on Keeping the Girl, all that stuff. So it's just, you know, it's a human thing. Like, we just, we mm-hmm. fuck with you, you're cool to us. You respect mm-hmm. us, so we respect you, you know. And um, unfortunately, you know, sometimes she says some stuff that's so crazy on Twitter, but mm-hmm. you know, that's not the work relationship we have with them. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing too is like, I mean, comedy, the industry is so like yeah, su- it's yeah. so subjective anyway. Correct. You know what I mean? There's so much like kind of nepotism in it. it, it you mm-hmm. it's almost like making the wrong enemy could definitely hurt more than making the right friends. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, cause I, I find that, which is funny because comedy is also supposed to be like the industry where it's like, we're about telling truth and truth to power. And you know, we're going, we, we the modern day philosophers, but then it's kind of like, yeah, but that, that Leno joke going to keep you off of late night. You know, like you can't <laughs> say it like that also fucked up your opportunity. You know, like, um, comedians for the most part are the most open quote unquote open-minded about the, like the bill Cosby thing where it's like i mean he he i mean allegedly if these things had happened because it's like they just never know what opportunity they're shitting on so i guess it's kind of like a high wire act i mean if i went on you know what dude or or camille's podcast i'm probably just gonna you know cuss them out and we just gonna fight for the whole show because that's all i have to know of them you know what i mean i don't know anything else about them you know um so uh now when you were there did y'all like have to come around the back of the house to get in the podcast or could y'all come through the front <laughs> oh, no we can't do the front man. We can't oh okay all right cool he gave me a lot of beers i actually got <laughs> so here's the thing though this is this is our black people's revenge on kumia for the shit he said mm-hmm. i got so drunk during the show i had to pee and somebody was using his bathroom so i actually had to run out to like his pool and i mm-hmm. peed in his bushes oh so okay i desecrated his property for those of y'all that you know, like these brothers didn't do nothing for us. We, yeah. I, I rose up. Yeah, y'all uh, did it. Y'all did it for woo! that. You took that pee for all of us. <laughs> uh, you, you was peeing. At, uh, the color purple music was playing. Playing <laughs> 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 that music from when uh, silly spitting that drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man. But that's that movie was real, man. You just you just took me to another mindset with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man! Now, what do you think about the um the uh, Charlie Hebdo uh um controversy, man? Because you know there a lot of people are now banding up on like the I am Charlie or I am uh, I am not Charlie uh, uh, thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Like people are kind of picking sides on this thing. Uh, and I know as as a comic, you know. Um, you definitely have to have like a certain perspective about what kind of jokes to make, making fun of like what's off limit, what's not off limits to you. So like, what, what do you uh, kind of stand on that issue? 
First of all, let's be real. The French haven't been funny in like two centuries. Like, there's <laughs> oh, nothing. Lord. <laughs> they really have a sense of humor. But for them to do that in that magazine, you know, have the picture of Muhammad. I know a uh, fucking uh, South Park family guy. They can't even fuck with that. Like mm. family guy had an episode where they had a quick cut scene of Muhammad and Fox cut that. They were like, you can't have this episode out. Right. Um, I think it's all a big concern about freedom of speech, man. After what happened with North Korea and Sony hacking and, and now this, we got like, you know, these terrorists threatening people that want to have images of Muhammad. I mean, that's been a known religious thing, though, not to have the image of Muhammad right. on any type of publication or anything. But at the same time, it's like, you gotta, there's gotta be a balance, man. There's got, where people aren't losing their lives over this shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to, like, to me, I feel like, I think um, what people classify as bravery in comedy sometimes isn't very brave. Mm-hmm. Like um, a, a guy that makes jokes about basically like uh, women ain't shit, black people ain't shit, other countries ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? You know whatever whatever my listeners aren't right. So yeah. like all white men, cool. Everybody else ain't <laughs> shit. That, to, to me, that's not brave. You no, know, that's a, not a French paper that says that's just fear, man. That's fear. That's what that is. Yeah, I, I think when a like a French publication that's saying we're gonna mock your religion, we're gonna mock, uh, you know, we're gonna say this black official looks like a monkey, we're gonna, you know, um, uh, mock Jesus or something. To me, that's not really that. To me, it's almost hack at this point because like, who hasn't made jokes to a certain level about religion and what now? I don't even think being Islamophobic is out of style. Like one of the biggest True. quote unquote liberals on television, Bill Maher, he's Islamophobic every fucking Friday. And oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like and is and he's gonna stay on the air. Like it's, I feel like people position themselves to say something is brave when it's not. What what I would like to see is comedians that say they're brave and edgy start making jokes about killing cops and shit. Mm. like find a way to make that funny because uh, i don't think nobody will be laughing at that if mm. but everybody will be offended yeah, that's, that's gonna be tough to do in new york man that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be hard to flip that i'm like you know even from a creative standpoint there's gonna be audiences that just turn you i mean but then again it's freedom of speech you should be able to talk about whatever you want right now if you're a club comic and you talk about you know we need to kill these police officers you may not be working at club the next night right. but um you know, you should be able to express your views, your opinions. However, I do think that people need to be more open to other ideas and other points of view and not just shut down, shut them down because that's not how I think. I think that's what's right. so dangerous about where we're at right now in society that too many people are on one side, not thinking about the other, or at least considering it. They're just like, right. nope, I don't fuck with that. That's not what I do. I'm not even going to listen to you no more. Right. I hate that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like I will shut a nigga with bad ideas down. Mm, so easy. <laughs> Goodbye. Get out of my life. You saved me time and six billion people on this earth. And I just saved myself from dealing with one more. Bye. Like I don't have time for it. Like I don't mind some healthy debate and I don't mind thought, I don't mind thoughtfulness, me but either. sometimes I just hear shit and I'm like, that's, that's so dumb. it's so ignorant and stupid. I'm not able to like it's not even a lack of understanding your point. I do understand your point. I just think it's, I disagree that much. It's, I think it's like how people say, uh, you know, in America, we just need to have a discussion about race. 
let's have a discussion no. about race then you try to have a discussion about it and you be like god damn you ignorant like we can't have this discussion i'll kill right, you right or the debate is you shut the fuck up but then why are we talking yeah like um like like i said like when uh like Artie lane when he was saying uh he made a joke about um yeah what the fuck the girl like he's a slave master uh well i was ESPN, right yeah i actually wasn't even gonna bring that one up but you know that was also kind oh. of oh, but he made a joke about charles, charles garner and eric garner and how he died and he said um uh i can breathe was like the joke that he put on twitter like the hashtag mm-hmm. yeah. and you know people went in on him and shit and i'm like well that's kind of what he wants anyway yeah but I was like, why not make that joke about like the NYPD that got shot like right after that? But then there's no joke for that. There yeah, no. It's like no. It's, it's like that that situation gets treated with seriousness because his demo would actually be mad at him for making that joke. So is that right. really you know is that really? really being edgy? No. No, no man. Like. See, for me, the NYPD thing, like, there's nothing funny about, you know, two people just being murdered. Like, there's nothing, uh, I can't, right. and you can't, you can't make people laugh at that. Like, there's nothing, the only time I've ever heard a comic make some shit, like, about a massacre and murder laugh, my boy Nico White, he did, um, y'all remember the dude who shot the Batman theater? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he made a joke, and I, like, this definitely didn't work a lot of times, mm-hmm. but he made a joke about, if I'm gonna shoot up a movie theater, and like, you know, at midnight and I'm gonna walk calmly to my car and like be able to do all the shit. The only person that's gonna be able to catch me is Batman. You know, like he, he <laughs> right. made that bit and like I thought that was like really smart. I'm like, if you're doing that shit, you wanna make sure you're not gonna get caught. Right. And this right. dude was just chilling in his car or whatever. But I mean, for the I've heard comics throughout like at open mics and shows trying to make fun of it and it doesn't work, man. Right. It's uh people just shut up immediately. As soon as they hear NYPD I've actually seen some people leave shows. Yeah, because the comic commented on it. That's what I want. Um, that's what I want to yeah. see, though. That's what I want to see. Because like, right. I would respect that person. Because I'm like, if that person turned around and made a nigger joke next, I'd be like, that dude don't give a fuck. Like right. he'll Compl- say anything. anything. But if it's just a white dude being like, let's laugh at these black people, I'm like, that, that ain't brave. Right. Let's laugh at these minorities. Right. Let's like, laugh at I want- these transgenders. Right. Yeah. Like even if I'm not laughing, I can have a healthy level of respect for somebody that pushes the envelope to a place where it's like, Jesus, don't let this dude get up because he is gonna kill the crowd in a bad way. And people then, gonna leave. Right. And so people won't book him. People, right. he ain't but, gonna be on nobody's stage. But, but I would respect him even while being like, God damn, that's not funny. I'd be like, this dude got the biggest balls on the planet or woman got the biggest balls on the planet or lips, uh, for, for <laughs> even, for even <laughs> saying some shit like this. Yeah, that, that 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 that'd be grand opening, grand closing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like when you when you really honest, you don't you can't pay the bills. So, you mm. know, <laughs> that's that's the main. Right. Well, then now, the then everybody got to stop saying they brave. Then you got to stop talking oh, about yeah, yeah. the PC mafia coming to get you and shit. Like ain't nobody coming to get your ass. Like that's the other thing too is um, like some of the jokes just don't be funny to everybody Correct. you know what i'm saying you just gotta accept that it ain't funny to everybody bro yeah. like um it's okay that some people are gonna be offended i think it's weird when people try to tell somebody they can't be offended but then they also want to be known as an offensive edgy comedian like yeah you gotta you gotta do both man um 
anyway man so you peed in his bushes so you cool with me man <laughs> um, did, did mike spit in his water or something man i don't like i don't know that might have done that in the slide man i just know what i did okay that's my fight against mm-hmm. this you know this whole twitter thing <laughs> Um, and so what movie did y'all talk about on Medium Popcorn with uh, Chris Lambert, man? Friend of the show, okay, Chris Okay, so we went, in, we went in on Boyhood. We both did not like that movie. Uh, we talked about a lot of the recent Oscar movies because, like, y'all, I get the screeners. So I recently saw, last night I watched uh, Most Violent Year. So yeah. I'll be talking about that on tomorrow's podcast. Uh, I'll be talking about um, some of the Oscar picks coming through. I've seen pretty much every movie. I saw American Sniper. Um and uh, I talked about Selma on my most recent podcast. Talked about mm. Selma, and talked about um, American Sniper. Talked about In the Woods. What else did I say? So I've seen a bunch of movies, man. What'd you think yeah. about uh, What'd you think about Selma? So I'm, I can't say enough about that movie, man. Mm. I'm I'm pissed at how much it's being snubbed in the awards. I think maybe it came out too late, and that's why it's getting fucked over. Mm. But I like I read an article about. Um, in New York City, a bunch of uh, community organizers are actually paying for young people to go see that movie for free. And wow. I'm like, that's going to be a movie that's shown at all history sh- uh, classes from mm. now, as soon as it's released next year. And it needs to be. So I guess Oprah was right. Everybody need to go see it to find out what real leadership looks like. Mm. I mean, it's it's. Did y'all see it? Y'all know no, I haven't. No. I haven't seen it yet, man. I can I want to go see it. Um, um, I do wonder. Uh, I just want to see it and see if people are overrating it or if it's about right. Cause you know, we black. So, you know, yeah. I add like two points to every black movie <laughs> that I like. So it's like, if Selma is like an eight, it's going to be a 10 to me. There's nothing prouder for me, like as a black film creator and a black actor and creative person to see a very, very good black film, right? Black centric film, great black actors. You see everybody from the wire. People just trying to, you know, you think about their careers as actors, like, they actually have great roles in this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, my man who played Martin was amazing. They actually talked about the controversy with his wife and shit and what he was doing on the side. I didn't think they were going to even go there. And I was like, oh, shit, they're actually talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the direction, uh, and it's so creepy and eerie how relevant it is now. Right. Like, my girl and I were watching it, and they're doing the protest. They're doing the the hands up. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like, we've come so far, but have we? Like, when you watch this movie, you're going right. to be like, what the fuck? Mm. That's powerful, man. That's scary, man. It's it, But that's why I think that's why, for me, it hits so hard. Because I was just like, we're doing this shit right now. Like, this shit's happening right now. Yeah, I know a lot of people were saying there was parallels between the movies and stuff. So, and real life. So, um, and it did. It is at a, a pretty poignant time in history, man. Very rarely does does it come yeah. together like that, man. Okay. So. And, and if I go see that, that's my one black slave slash liver right slash movie of the year mm-hmm. this is better than 12 years of slave i didn't this see is, that oh uh, yeah it's it's on a whole like another level and that's why i think that people aren't giving it you know the the just desserts that it, it you know should have man because i think it's more powerful i think it's more relevant i think that people are gonna be talking about this movie a long time for Dang. a long time mm. better than them years mm. i gotta check yeah, this out man. 
Uh, all right, man. Um, this episode. Oh wait, actually no. You listen to the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Search yeah. the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. If we like them, we'll read them on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to the blackouttips.com and become a premium listener. Leave comments, vote in the polls, a bunch of stuff right there at the blackouttips.com. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. Um. This episode, uh, wait, what was I gonna say first? No, this, the official weapon of the show is. The taser. And the unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. That's what I accidentally deleted that from my copy. Anyway, um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up <clears throat> your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out Get Bevel today. Uh, that's B-E-V-E-L. Uh, use code TBGWT and you get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V, like Victor, E-L dot com. All right. Um, let's get into some, some stories and stuff. Uh, first of all, uh, Duke lost. Yes, they Sunday did. or Saturday night to NC State. Mm. And I meant to bring that up because the college foot basketball season doesn't officially begin until Duke takes that first L. Oh, Lord. So, uh, happy college football, basketball season, everybody. We here now. We can start paying attention. Um, all right. So, um, let's look at the news here and see what we got going on. It's just so much shit. Uh, Naya Rivera, who, uh, people, who people may know from, um, used to fuck, Clay. used to fuck Big Sean. Oh, yeah, that's too. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what they had her doing on Friday night? I, I don't know if y'all watch Glee. Do y'all watch Glee? No. Mm-hmm. Yo, they had this girl swing Ariana Grande's song. I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Mm. You had this girl singing her ex-boyfriend's song. Mm. Oh, Lord. Good, good. Because uh, apparently she don't like um, showering what? too much. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went on, um, what TV show is this? Uh, what TV show is this? She don't like shower. Yeah, uh, The View. She went on The View. Smelling like a dog? Is that, is that why did this come up in natural conversation? <laughs> well, you know, on The View, it feels like they have a kind of a low bar for, I mean, like all daily TV. It's very yeah. low bar for who they'll have on and shit. So I'm not shocked um, that they would have her on or anything. But um, she uh, she's 28 years old, which is uh, even, I guess, even less acceptable. Yeah, too old not to be washing your ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got all that cosmetic surgery, but she doesn't wash her butt. This don't make no sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was actually going to play the video, but it's acting right. stupid. Um, I might have to go another route. What's up with it? Uh, oh, hold on. I can uh, I can fix it if you want. Just give me a second. Okay. <sighs> the, the, the wonders of uh, live podcasting, y'all. Yeah. Where's mom? <laughs> yeah, I just want to see what she got to say. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me that's, that's disgusting, though, man. That girl's she's too fine to not be washing her ass. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Man. That's the thing too, because on TV you see somebody that's fine, and it's just like an assumption. Like, well, obviously you wash your ass. I mean, because you're so fine. But you know, maybe they into the, the 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 European style of maintenance down there. You know, let it all hang out, let it get yeah. a little funky. Yeah, but you that's feel- weird, man. That's like that's like a, a woman finding out that you just Alba don't take showers and shit. That's weird. <laughs> like, what what you look good? Just all you gotta do is throw some soap on. Maybe do some Garnier in your hair and you smell fresh to death. What are you doing? <laughs> well, she she said, I think 
um oh they said uh after the moderator nicole wallace defended the fact that she showers three times a day pre and post show plus once before bed Mm -hmm. the fox beauty chimed in with a headline making hypothesis she said i think that white people shower a lot more than ethnic rivera said as wallace couldn't help but burst out to a fit of giggles yeah i Mm -hmm. I don't think i've ever heard that before yeah Mm -hmm. because yeah because depending on how active i am like i'll shower after workout i sometimes i shower before i go to bed like and it's best to put it like this in the summertime i've been known to shower like three or four times a day because it's so fucking hot yeah yeah i shower twice a day man yeah yeah smell good man. she said i feel like showering more than once a day or every day is such a white people thing oh <laughs> No, I think it's an ethnic person thing. I think white people are the only ones that don't do that. Uh, I feel like she grew up in a house without a lot of water um, or something. <laughs> Maybe the bill was always late. That's a picture of the lady she was talking to in the chat room, guys. Um, so she's like the whitest of the white. And I can just mm-hmm. see her wanting to believe that because I feel like anytime something kind of benefits the white superiority feeling, white people are always like, of course that's true. Of course we're cleaner than you dirty, dirty people. <laughs> Shit, something with me. I would go to the contrary because we know it's a myth that we stink. A lot of us are extra, extra clean because we don't want the problems. Well, you know, mm-hmm. what's, what's funny to me is now every time I see a picture of Naya Rivera, I'm going to be like, she probably stank. Like, yeah, oh, that's what's weird. And she has all these sexy poses where she's sticking her ass on like, and that ass be smelling. Right. Like, ugh, you want to smell like though. I don't fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is why Big Sean said pussy's overrated. Yeah. Uh, we now got to the bottom of that mystery. Um, Safari Samuels, who's uh, Nicki Minaj's ex, Uh-oh. he went on Power 105.1, The Breakfast Club. and of said, he did. He said that he helped Nicki Minaj write her raps. Uh, from which album? Uh, right. It's from that first one, I believe it. Here's my thing. <laughs> would you want to take credit for any of them? No. <laughs> like, I probably would be like, nah, I didn't have nothing to, to do, do with, with any of nothing. that shit. No blow pops, no bubble gums, no. He said, that was my soulmate. Uh, me and her were calling all the shots. He explained their relationship originated in a group they both belonged to called the Hood Stars. And that, oh, that is. Stars with a Z? That's Hood dollar sign t-a-r-z oh even better than i thought mm-hmm. <laughs> when things didn't work out nikki decided to go solo and sb supported her every time it came to writing raps it was me and her and the beat it got to the point where the respect it was gone i'm the one who packed my stuff and left everyone around her works for her i was being treated like an employee instead of her man uh what you should be getting paid because you're her man you have your own job what the fuck yeah does she write you a check because <laughs> if she if she writes you a check i'm sorry to tell you brother you just an employee with benefits ain't that the mm-hmm. truth you know one of the benefits might be getting some sex but it's also your ass better help get in that studio help write them rhymes <laughs> black ass poppy rhymes right nikki's rumored relationship with Mick meek mill was brought up and dj envy asked safari if he was the one that introduced her to me, yeah, he replied. But if that's who she decides to move on with, it is what it is. I'm not mad. I'm not bitter. If I wanted to make it work, I could have made it work. She can take a picture with whomever she wants. I mean, whoever she wants. She can get married tomorrow and be pregnant the next day. 
I will wish her the best. But when you try to pull me down and discredit what I've done for you, that's what's weak to me. Uh, he emphasized to the host that the respect was gone. So when he heard the, tr- the harsh lyrics on Nikki's track only, he says he was numb to it. As far as the only song, that's something on the outside people take as disrespect, he says. Maybe I've been dealing with it for so long, it seems like the norm to me. I got numb to it. Although it appears his ex has moved on, Safari says he's not trying to rush into a new relationship. <laughs> I need. He broke. Yeah. Right. It's also like, I mean, now his his level is being raised. Well, he's going to find another woman that's going to pay him, you know? Like, that's a lot to replace for a brother, man. You know, not a lot of women that'll put us on the payroll. Mm-hmm. She might let you live with her and play Xbox while she at work and drive her car with the AKA place on the front, but she's not going to write you an actual check every week mm-hmm. with benefits and taxes taken out. You better, you're going to work then. Uh, I need to learn myself right now because I lost myself. I do some skills. So I'm trying to build yeah. myself back up. He says, I'm getting used to being around people again. All right, well, he could do that when he goes to the, get those GED classes. <laughs> What's funny so that, he can uh, learn some skills and get back in the workforce. What's so funny to me is like, uh, I, like I kind of want to applaud him on being like a hip hop dude that actually used the sentence. I need to learn myself right now because I lost myself. So I'm trying to build myself back up. Cause that's, <laughs> you know, like that's against a lot of the stereotypes and the machismo that's in hip hop where it's like, true. You supposed to just be like, man, bitches ain't shit. I'm already over that hoe. Bring me the more bitches, please. Alcohol. But he was actually like, I'm hurt. I don't want to be with nobody. I'm going to cry for a little bit. So I guess good for him for hanging out with Drake too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But uh yeah, good for him for breaking the stereotypes, I guess. But I mean, if you really wasn't bitter, why are you doing the interview? Right. That was my thing. It's not like they really want to talk to you. You right. did the, you know they did the whole interview and just kept asking him about, you know her. Her. So Right, so why the fuck are you here? We don't really care oh. about you if you wouldn't fucking yeah. her. Um, let's see. Can what you claim unemployment benefits if you used to work for cat your money? Right. <laughs> like, can you Ah, can he file for unemployment from his ex? Like she, cause you know they gotta approve unemployment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, can I be like, well, you know, you still gotta give me unemployment. She'll get that letter, but like denied. Uh, <laughs> Mike Huckabee's back at it again. Yesterday uh, yeah, we yeah. not the old Huck. Yeah, yesterday we covered how uh Mike uh Fuckabee, as he's called by um our girl uh Jaquetta from the Hey You Know It podcast. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Mike Fuckabee has accused President Barack Obama and his wife Michelle of parenting by double standard. And in, in an interview published Tuesday saying they shelter their daughters from such things, some things, but allow them to listen to Beyonce's music. While promoting his new book, Huckabee and People Magazine told People Magazine, I don't understand how on the one hand they can be such doting parents and so careful about the intake of everything, how much broccoli they eat and where they go to school, and yet they don't seem that they don't see anything that might not be suitable in the lyrics and a Beyonce choreography best left to the privacy of her bedroom. Huckabee described the Grammy Award winning Beyonce in his book as mental poison. The first lady's office declined to comment on Huckabee's comments. Huckabee recently stepped down from his role at Fox News as a host of a weekend program. Having run for president in 2008, considering running for 2012, Huckabee said he's weighing whether to seek GOP nomination in 2016. 
um you know what's crazy to me about this is i remember someone said something about sarah palin's kids when they got that um when they had that big fight in front of someone's yard and it got recorded in the 911 call and mm-hmm. all this stuff people were like you can't make jokes about that you can't talk about that kids are off limits when um melissa harris perry made a joke about the adopted kid for the romneys mm-hmm. who happens to be black people went in on her even though she's adopted by a white family and was speaking to some level of experience and thought that, you know hey it's just a joke she apologized why is it okay for people like huckabee to make pointed comments about the obamas and how they raise their kids when kids are supposed to be off limits like seems like a double standard if we're speaking about double standards seems like a double standard to me right there yeah he He's off his rocker. I mean, he's not going to get the nomination. He quit his job. He's trying to run again for presidency. He's just trying to, like like someone in the chat just said, he's just trying to stay relevant. Right. Nobody gives a fuck about Mike Huckabee. No. Yeah. Um, so he he uh, had talked about um, uh, last year at, at a Republican National Committee meeting in Washington, he suggested Democrats wanted women to believe they were helpless without government finance birth control. If the Democrats want to insult the women of America by making them believe they are helpless without Uncle Sugar coming in and providing them for them a prescription each month for birth control because they cannot control their libido or their reproductive system without the help of the government, then so be it. Let us take that that discussion all across America. So anyway, he seems obsessed with uh Beyonce, with Beyonce for some right? reason, right? <laughs> That's what I was saying. He he just wanna fuck Beyonce. He don't know how to deal with it. He probably he be watching tickets. her videos. Mm-hmm. He be rubbing himself and he trying to hold the Bible and make feel like he's a pure person still. He just want he just want that Beyonce ass, just like the rest of us. Yep. That's all it is. He probably wished she was his pound cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> Wish I was your baby mama. Mm-hmm. You know she look good as fuck. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, um, goddamn, goddamn. <laughs> Snoop Dogg got called out um for Instagram pic where he said the where he was accused of uh gay bashing uh a guy on Instagram. I'll put the picture in the chat for you guys to see for yourselves. Oh my. But he basically took like found somebody's picture on Instagram and uh put a caption underneath it. Let me see uh when this populates. Oh Snoop Dogg fifty five Snoop Dogg's like your uncle that just figured out Twitter or Facebook or something. Right. He just got on social media. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like he sends you shit that you just like, that's not appropriate, but he only got two followers. So nobody says anything except he's Snoop Dogg. So he got millions of followers and he still does the same shit. Your, your, your uncle does. Correct. But, uh, he put a big fat target on a guy who's now being gay bashed and the guy is now preparing a lawsuit against Mr. Dog. Cortez Booz tells TMZ five days ago the rapper posted a picture of him on Instagram with the caption, whose uncle is this? A-U-N-T-C-L-E. Like aunt and uncle. Who's, whose uncle is this? The picture triggered a torrent of hate. People calling him faggot, shemale, confused, ugly, punk, and a host of other slurs. Um... And you can see the um the on Snoop Dogg's page some of the comments that that was there. That's a dude, right? Not okay, not cool. He is an amazing person. Shaking my head. I love my be more honey. What the fuck is that? Uh Cortez says went Cortez went to the folks on Instagram report the pick is inappropriate, but it's still up. 
so now he's pulling out the guns the legal variety uh cortez has hired a lawyer and plans to duke it out with the dog in court snoop should definitely follow shaquille o'neal who was sued uh for something similar in july shaq posted a picture of a guy with a rare genetic disorder which unleashed a house on social media that suit is still pending no word back from snoop's people and you know snoop is the same dude that was calling um iggy azalea cunt and oh, come on now mm-hmm. yeah like he like he, he doesn't just, know how this works he doesn't right. know how social media works nope the shit you say in real everyday life that people go oh you crazy on social media they go fuck you most amazing thing about snoop to me though is like he can do some shit like this where he's like man that's really reprehensible i don't know you know glad might get on snoop all this shit and he'll be on sports center like next week you know what of i mean of course he's like got a new album because he's snoop dog man he got the best weed in the business we t- he gonna be everywhere man even yeah even even that he was like on tv as the known weed dude before weed was legal in most of these states like right it's just funny he opera i mean he was accused of murder he had a murder trial conspiracy to murder like <laughs> it's amazing he his, had a song called murder kiss that they gave me right <laughs> like his life has been amazing like someone need to write a book about him after he dies like it's crazy we let this happen as a society where we were like so casual about a dude that was like you know uh 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 accused of murder who's misogynistic and homophobic online but then it's like snoop dogg will be on sports Center next week talking about what the oakland raiders should do in the draft he'll be on the view yeah uh beer contaminated with crocodile bile kills 56 in mozambique uh sends dozens more to the hospital what's a bile bile like b-i-l-e yeah, like bow. No, that's bow movement. You're thinking B O W L. That's what I'm looking like. I'm looking like this makes that's what I was too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, bow or gall is a bitter tasting dark green to yellowish brown fluid produced by the liver of most vertebrates. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nasty. That don't sound good at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it aids in digestion of lipids in the small intestine and humans bowel is produced continuously by the liver stored and concentrated in the gallbladder and when organi- when the organism eats is discharged to the duodenum the composition of gallbladder bowel is 97 percent water 0.7 percent bowel salts 0.2 percent is that enough karen damn all right well thank you uh so i thought you were saying bowel right. and i'm pretty sure the folks did too thank you mm-hmm. uh contaminated traditional beer has killed 56 people in mozambique Health authorities in the Southern African country said on Sunday. Oh, so you drinking like uh, when they be like the taps? That that shit was in the taps. I don't know if it's the taps. <laughs> An additional forty-nine people were admitted to hospitals in Chitima and Songo districts in the northeast Tiet province, um, and one hundred and forty-six people more more people have reported to hospitals to be examined for poisoning. Those who drank the contaminated brew were attending a funeral in the region. Oh, man. That just became a pretty, pretty sad funeral. A lot yeah. of people going to be there. A lot of black suits ruined. Yeah. Yep. Uh, at least they were wearing black, you know. Uh, Pombi. Tra- <laughs> tra- in case any bowels did move from the bowel. Right. And then just laid them down to rest, too. A traditional Mozambican beer uh, called Pombi is made from millet or corn flour. Authorities believe that the drink was poisoned with crocodile bile during the course of the funeral. Blood and traditional beer samples oh. were being sent to the capital, Maputo, 
to be tested said provincial health director carl uh, moss we don't have the capacity to test the symbol uh, the sample said radio mozambique uh oh oh wait she told radio mozambique uh moss told radio mozambique on saturday that she expected the situation to worsen because the region did not have the necessary resources to deal with the disaster mourners who drank the beer in the morning reported no illness while those who drank in the afternoon fell ill hey score one for us early morning alcoholics (laughs) wake up you good they believe the beer must have been poisoned while the funeral goes at the cemetery the woman who brewed the beer is also among the dead oh shit jesus no police are investigating the incident uh and they're collecting food parcels and other items for donation to the affected families Oh, so this is well, what? What is she brewing in a witch's pot? What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, crocodile bow beer. Mm. Oh, well, that was a happy story. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome, man. <laughs> so now you guys know it's not just um, it's not just Ebola that's killing Africans. It's also the beer. Yeah, Jesus, we can't even party without having to die. <laughs> Speaking of not being able to party, you better party in the morning. Uh, speaking of not being at a party, Kuala Lumpur, 29 people got arrested, including two auxiliary police officers in a raid on a birthday party. What was happening at this birthday party? Uh, yeah, well, well, according to authorities, the party turned into a drug-fueled orgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody was getting, That's a good getting it in. Officers were called to a hotel on the town in the town of Klang early Sunday after a complaint about noise in one of the rooms. Ten women and nineteen men were arrested. <laughs> while I don't the, like those ratios. Yeah, well, you know what? Only men could really pull something like that off anyway. Like, well, it's two to one, and we still try to get it in. Only men will work with those odds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like most women would be like, I'm out of here. I know. No, no, no. I'm good. So sausage fest. Y'all ain't going to be fucking me all night. Peace. <laughs> uh, 10 women and 19 men were arrested while drug, while drugs, including heroin, ecstasy and ketamine, uh, or ketamine were impounded. We suspect it to be a sex orgy come birthday party, said the North Clang police. Ah! What's, what's the ketamine? What's that? The type of drug? Yeah, it's a type of drug. That's why I was in the same sentence as heroin and ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Karen. I know, but what type of drug? It's a medication used mainly for starting and maintaining anesthesia. Oh, shit. So y'all getting high off the stuff that make people high when they trying to relieve pain? Yeah, people do it all the time, Karen. Um, Yeah, those women had to have something to take all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, to keep from that pounding, yeah, because mm-hmm. what you said with them ratios, yeah, most of them will be like, mm-mm. It's Cosby, um, the Cosby cocktail is what they call it. Mm-mm. Ketamine. Um, well, you know, the other thing, though, is, I mean, it's only two to one, so it's not like they were going to be fucking them all night. You know what I mean? It, you got a few hours going that on. Might have been, now, maybe there was a hierarchy. Like, if one of them was real fine, then maybe, like, all 19 of the men would try to, like, at least stick yeah. it in, but... <laughs> you know, I'm not that kind of guy anyway. I like probably find the least wanted woman, and then we could just intimately make love. <laughs> like everybody, everybody else, else having orgies. Just, yeah, everybody else just having a fuck fest, and we could be over there watching Netflix and like holding <laughs> holding hands and talking to each other, getting to know know each other. I like that the police called it a sex orgy come birthday party. Mm-hmm. 
say i don't know if that's just a translation thing or what <laughs> i think that's a translation i think it's all i think all those words are relevant in this situation i do too <laughs> yeah sex orgy come birthday party uh that's what the police chief mohammed shakur salong said <laughs> salong what oh, yeah. i hear you buddy um a police officer involved in the investigation told the afp on condition of anonymity that all 29 were ethnic malays and ranged in the ages of 20 to 35 they brought they brought girls drugs and beer to celebrate the birthday party by the way premarital sex and lewd behavior are deeply frowned upon in malaysia which is traditionally practiced a relatively moderate brand of islam yet remains conservative on sexual issues muslims who are merely caught alone in a secluded place with a member of the opposite sex who is not a relation can face up to two years in jail and a fine. Man, you got to know the law when you go to other countries, bro. Yes, they tell, they tell folks, people are, I'm American, woo! They be like, yeah, let me tell you, you better not be showing no goddamn ankle, they'll beat you to death. <laughs> yeah, I was on uh, Baller Alert earlier and DJ Future got arrested in like Dubai with a little bit of weed on him they locked him up in jail and then they let him out on condition that he hop on a plane and leave the country immediately shit like you got to know the rules man you can't just be up here fucking around it's not, yeah they was like y'all play that shit up in america yeah we hang you for that bullshit <laughs> shit is not a joke man Mm-mm. um so let's see what else you got going on here um woody allen uh, a lot of people's favorite uh director you're a big fan of woody allen films uh brandon uh any hall that's probably his last decent one match point i like just because it introduced me to scarlett johansson's ass mm. uh but yeah i haven't been a fan since then well he uh i did watch the one something blue um blue jasmine i did watch blue jasmine last oh that was year. all right yeah. i liked uh, bobby cavalli i like that guy yeah so. it was all right why, again, once again, white people. White problems. people problem. Yeah. Well, like, what's the big stakes? You know? Oh, She's you, losing a damn mind. Right. <laughs> the big stakes for her really wasn't even her going crazy. It was just people going to notice that I'm poor. Yeah. That was it. The whole, a whole film of this? When yeah, y'all gotta, y'all Hollywood people gotta meet more black people, man. All right. Like, Cause we like, we got real <laughs> problems and shit. Right. And this is, and it's funny though how people respond differently because People like a lot of, uh, especially rich white folks, they lose their money. They want to jump off buildings, commit suicide, crash their car, kill their family. Mm-hmm. You know, more notice be like, shit, this is just another goddamn day. Right. I just got to make it to Friday. Right. Put, so I could put something on it. Um, so yeah, uh, he's actually, Woody Allen is getting, uh, Amazon Studios is going to help him make his first ever TV series. Oh boy. So that proves uh, that uh, Bill Cosby was set up. I think we all know now. Um, mm. They set him up so that they could give Woody Allen the show that he was secretly working on. So I don't believe this. I guess all the conspiracy theorists is right, man. We was wrong, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Cosby didn't do it. And uh, Woody Allen got off scot-free, man. I don't believe you. You know what's funny is um, <laughs> Woody Allen getting this opportunity at this time, I know – Amazon's like, we probably don't want to release this press release right now, right? Can we like wait six months? Cause the, I'm pretty sure they held on to this for a hot Yeah, day. yeah, I'm sure that deal was made back in like the summer. Right. And they were just holding off on it. They was like, was nope, not yet. They still mad? Nope. 
I feel like the, I feel like they were gonna announce it in August, and then the first like Hannibal Birds viral video came out, and it was like, yeah. oh, oh man, you know what? Well, these are better left for um a November, you know, right around Thanksgiving, we could do the press release, and then more women came out. I was like, you know, Christmas is a good time. That's when people really, <laughs> oh, and then oh, more women what? came that, out. This was 2015. Yeah, you know what? The first of the year, you know, first of the year is a good time, but uh it won't premiere until 2016. Um, no details or casting has been disclosed. Um, <laughs> uh, nor was the series title announced. Um, so they're pretty um they're pretty excited about it. Uh, and so also they don't have Bill Cosby, Stephen Collins, and R. Kelly in there. Like I've seen some of these memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be awesome if they all get guest roles on each episode. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Yep. No, that's how shit happens, dog. The think pieces on that bullshit. Uh, that remember? I don't know if you've seen the clip, but uh, the guy that uh Don Lemon was talking to is a Muslim lawyer, mm-hmm. and Don oh, Lemon, yeah. yeah, Don Lemon asked him if he was a uh, if he supported ISIS. The hell was wrong with him? Right after the guy had went on a minute long speech about why that's a stupid question and phrased yeah. it so perfectly too. Well, he, uh, apparently wrote, uh, for a magazine called Islamic Monthly. And he has a column in there. And he said, Dear Don Lemon, thanks for making me famous. <laughs> in it, Iftikhar thanked the gaff prone CNN host for asking him such a patently offensive, racist, dumbass question. Right. Because it has drawn attention to his work. Good. The attorney said that when Lemon first asked the offensive question, he thought the anchor was joking or that he'd misheard. That's right. <laughs> he said, now to be completely honest with you, I totally thought I had misheard him because surely there was no respectable journalist in the world who would ask a Muslim human rights lawyer whether he supports an organization which violates human rights each and every day. Right. <laughs> but then I remembered I was dealing with Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> What is this guy's problem, man? The, the shit in Ferguson was crazy. Yeah, yeah. When he was like, you know, blatantly there's marijuana smoke behind me, as you would expect. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, what what are you doing? It's amazing that he's still on the air. Like, at this point, I'm almost... They're making him money, so they don't give a fuck. At this point, I'm almost rooting for him. Like, it's turned into, um... It's turned into, uh, Major League... Where the team, mm. the team is so bad, but after a while, they keep persevering till you start rooting for them, even though, uh, you know, they suck. I'm kind of rooting for Don Lemon now. Like, how long can you stay on the air being this fucking terrible? Yo, right? he's going to keep saying crazy stuff because CNN needs the ratings. They need the press. So he's going to keep saying these, it's going to keep escalating to the point yeah. where they finally do fire because too many people get pissed off. He's going to go right to Fox News. He's already created like a group for himself mm-hmm. where he's going to be able to transition. He's going to make that transition immediately. Yeah. So he's that resignation letter. He's going to get an offer letter from Fox News. I guarantee you. Oh yeah. Yep. Fox News got that eye on him. They were like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just, just keep on, keep on talking. You and know, what's funny. Ready. What's funny is like, I wonder the only thing I could picture him like getting kicked off the air for is saying something bad about gay people. Like they don't like, and he is gay, but that's the only group that has the lobby to really get something done because he's pissed no. off black people a bunch of times he's pissed off muslims now yeah right like, he told a, a woman that said she was raped by bill cosby you know you can prevent rape by biting dicks off right, right. 
And like, then, and he's still in the air. He's not going anywhere. Anytime. I feel like every time he asks a question like he got that, tenure. I feel like every time he asks a question like that, he should just look directly in the camera and go, "Yeah, I just did that," and I'll be back here at nine a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> like, like he should just do that every fucking time. Where he's just like, "Well, um, if you didn't want your cow to be uh touched by a priest, why'd you sign him up for the choir?" Yeah, I just did that. See you guys at eight p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> like. <laughs> good grief he's a beast um so he says uh before he pointed out that lemon was awarded columbia university journalism reviews 2014 worst journalist of the year award for his uncanny ability to find the most outlandish and embarrassing high takes on any issue if the car wrote in less than 24 hours there were nearly 5,000 media articles written condemning don lemon for his asinine question in major publications such as buzzfeed desperate the hollywood reporter usa today and more Mm-hmm. Most of these articles called the ISIS question just the latest in a series of major Don Lemon on the air gaffes, including his previous theory about Malaysia Airline Flights 370 perhaps flying into a black hole or once uh, asking an alleged Bill Cosby rape victim why she didn't bite off a comedian's penis whilst being allegedly raped by him. Hey, As, now, mm-hmm. Before you go on, I do believe it flew into a black hole, though. I'm with him on that one. <sighs> Karen, why would you do this? <laughs> wow. Wow. get up on the brown that shit. Where it go? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in that triangle. As a result, if the car said, journalists and pundits and average, uh, average citizens all over the world have been Googling his name, following him on Twitter, examining his long mm-hmm. record of advocacy and human rights awareness in the Muslim world and beyond, uh, I can honestly say that I've never become more famous than after this latest Don Lemon gaffe. Uh, before implying that Lemon was perhaps brought and uh, had brought enough embarrassment to CNN that he may be following the likes of Ed Henry over to a different news network. It is a sincere honor to be added to the litany of famous Malaysian black hole penis biting Don Lemon media gas <laughs> that can be added to his audition tape for his next job at Fox News Channel. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he said, from the bottom of my heart, I want to publicly thank Don Lemon for making me famous and his patently offensive racist dumbass question. <laughs> man what a terrible person but uh good good for him making lemonade out of those don lemons if you know what i'm saying guys <laughs> man, i don't think you guys do um uh, let's see what other what other news we got here don't forget to tip the drummer guys i, I, I can't stand that guy every time i see him too i think of tom from the boondocks yeah he got that and so i just want i just want to punch him in the face uh, if he went out there and um started singing in the rain to that usher song i'll be okay oh, with that man. um there's new laws in 2015 a bunch of them you know we always get those new laws at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. that congress is approving um they okay wine shipments and ban some other things alcohol wine connoisseurs will be popping the cork over a new law taking effect uh thursday that allows out-of-state wineries to ship bottles directly to consumers in massachusetts i don't understand that like if if it's wrapped up what's the problem it's not being consumed till it gets to its destination the drive for direct wine shipments has been stalled for years before getting a big boost from the former new england patriots quarterback drew bledsoe drew bledsoe is now a winemaker in washington state bledsoe complained to lawmakers he could not send his products to massachusetts residents including fans and former teammates like current Patriots quarterback Tom Brady. So they went ahead and approved it. Animals. Okay. In California, ballot initiative approved by voters in 2008 
effects restricting the confinement of egg laying hens breeding sows and veal cows the humane society of the united states saw says the law goes further than any in the country when coupled with a law signed by former governor arnold schwarzenegger uh that extends the space requirements for egg laying hens and out-of-state suppliers in utah cities and towns can no longer ban specific dog breeds within their limits at least 10 ah. at least now at least 10 cities now have restrictions that ban ownership of breeds such as pit bulls crime let's talk about crime oh jesus in california a yes mean yes yes means yes standard for sex between college students takes effect requiring an affirmative conscious and voluntary agreement to engage in sexual activity activity meaning silence or lack of resistance can no longer be deemed with consent and it never should have been in the first place okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah if a girl quiet because she's sleeping and yeah. you Put yourself on it. Still rape. Come on. Right. Snore. Snow, snow if 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 you don't want me to do it. That's the Cosby loophole there. Right. Hey, girl, smile and snow. <laughs> wake up if you don't like what I'm doing to y'all. Right. That's if my you, Cosby impression. That's. If you consent to this, just keep breathing. Oh lord. In Michigan, rape evidence may be better organized and tracked under laws designed to help ensure kids aren't caught in the sort of backlog found when more than 11,000 untested boxes were discovered in Detroit police storage in 2009. Goddamn. Yep. That's why it's always funny when you hear people be like, well, if you got raped, why don't you just tell everybody? It's like, even still, it might not that get shit processed. Might, that shit might be sitting in yeah. somebody's locker somewhere. You could have got a kit done and it still might not get processed. In Louisiana, law enforcement agencies must provide a tally of the number of untested rape kits on their shelves by Thursday. Part of the law took effect in August. In Tennessee, ex-felons who have turned their lives around can now receive a certificate of employability, which gives businesses who hire such individuals protection from negligence hiring lawsuits. Good. Because I think if you commit uh, certain crimes Mm -hmm. and you served your time and you got out, you should be able to go get a job. Our, the way our society is, it literally pun- it punishes you and bans you from the rest of your life. And as mm-hmm. much as they be like, check this box, you check that box, them niggas ain't hiring you. Not 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 unless they're the type of uh uh have a program kind of catered towards uh, yep. rehabilitation. Most companies are not gonna hire you as soon as you check this. They don't give a fuck what your reasonings are. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the environment in North Carolina, home sellers will have to disclose whether they know if underground oil or gas rights have been sold. So I guess it's like if you buy a house and shit, it's like, uh, actually we sold the rights to frack this motherfucker, but y'all can have it now. Oh, you know, shit. Like, I might not want that house, you know? You gotta have a big-ass piece of land in order to do that, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I guess you gotta let people know. Um, New York, uh, in New York State, consumers must begin recycling old computers, television, and video game consoles instead of throwing them in the trash. A word? I didn't know that. <laughs> right. That's yeah. No. Keeping y'all out of jail one one thread at a time, guys. Yeah, digital people in New York, digital. Uh health. Tennessee joins more than twenty states adding insulin to medications that school staff may volunteer to be trained to administer. Proponents said it will help in the era of dwindling school nurses, while opponents say only someone with a medical background should give insulin in case something unexpected happens. In Louisiana, smoking will be banned within 25 feet of public entrances to state buildings as a way to lessen exposure to secondhand smoke. They just not getting this? Mm-hmm. They behind, ain't they? I guess so, yeah. Uh, motor vehicles. In California, driver's licenses will be available for people in the country illegal, 
illegally i mean which i guess if you already here yeah, you you pay you know, for the insurance. They were like, your insurance is gonna be high. You willing to pay? We'll let you drive. Let's get your ass on record. <laughs> we'll take we'll take that money. Don't you, hit don't hit and run me, bro. Right. You right, you know, and that and to an extent it makes sense because it makes everybody else's rates because my rates go up because also I have in there uninsured people, not insured people, illegal people. Like it's all in your insurance. You're paying for the people that hit you and they ain't got no insurance. In Nevada, students who are declared habitually truant could be delayed from obtaining a driver's license or could have the license suspended. So you got to go to school. Well, uh, odds are if you ain't going, I don't think you care about no driver's license. Well, no, no, that's no, not true. You can't, you can't. You can. oh. Yeah, if you ain't going to school, you you care even more about a fucking driver's license because you want to get out there in them streets. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> in Florida, all children aged four to five will be required to sit in a child safety seat or booster seat instead of just using a car seat belt. That is extremely progressive of Florida. I like, wow. Oh, you're making parents piss. Could you imagine the parents were like, yes, nigga, you just hit 90 pounds. Fuck, now I gotta go buy you another yeah. goddamn car seat. Well, I don't you know. Booster seats are gonna $30. It's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Can I just put a phone book down? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if, I think a lot of states already have this law on the books. I mean, four and five years old, that ain't that old. It's just, you know, for Florida, that's that's very progressive because, yeah, you is. know, they believe you can put, like, a toddler on the roof of the car. <laughs> yeah, and everything's all right. Drive, yeah, just time down a little bit. Yeah, Florida, they got they got everything wrong, man. People yeah. with laptops out on the McDonald's drive-thru sign, getting the Wi-Fi. I'm mm-hmm. confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Indiana, license plates will, require, will be required on motor scooters. For the first time, following complaints about unsafe driving, by those who've lost their licenses because of drunk driving arrests and other offenses. Yeah, people do do that. That's the way to get around of being able to drive without having a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Utah, police will be required to impound the vehicles of uninsured drivers instead of just having an option to do so. Social media. In New York in February, it becomes illegal to pose for a photo with a lion, a tiger, or a big cat. <laughs> what the? F- people made laws about that? Come on. With the band in the circus, I don't understand. The measure, which specifically prohibits contacts between members of the public and big cats at animal shows, passed after <laughs> self-portraits with animals started becoming popular online, particularly with some young men on dating sites. So it's like people got a picture on Tinder with like a, them holding a line or some shit. I mean, what are they holding? Is this line an endangered species? I don't understand. What do you? Could, what do you mean? So are they going to just randomly taking pictures of real lions yeah, or photoshopping? Yeah, yeah. it's like oh. not Photoshop. They take the pictures for real to be like, look at me. I'm with this line. Oh, so they breaking in, in, in the circus and, and, and I, taking pictures with I don't know where they, I don't know where they get the pictures from. I've seen some. Yeah, what if someone went to Africa or something actually got a real lion and tiger and shit? Yeah, and I see. Picture. Yeah, that's how the, the pictures I've seen, that's how they look. It looks like they're out in the fucking brush. Someone taking a picture, like playing with a line and shit. This is a white person violating niggas ain't getting mm-hmm. mauled to death by no goddamn lion and yeah. tigers and bears. They ain't got to worry about niggas violating that. No. Taxes. In North Carolina, Republican lawmakers who approve an income tax cut also took away breaks to Hollywood and cab drivers. Expiring is a 25% tax credit for TV and film productions that in 2013 allowed producers to forego pay a $61 million in state taxes. It's being replaced in 2015 by a grant program for video 
productions capped at 10 million yeah fuck you north carolina because uh what what <laughs> what, what they did with that uh with that we're not the income dropped because you you know you're not taxing people and there's a lot yeah. of movies that uh i think the hunger games left here like it's a lot of shit that was like fuck you uh, we leave in North Carolina and going, they're going to other states and you have to think, you have to think the jobs, you know, the restaurants, this whole industries is built around, uh, this and you're affecting these people by just saying, fuck you, we're not giving you the discount. Uh, minimum wage went up in Arkansas, Connecticut, Florida, Ohio, Maryland, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. Good. Well, good for them. And weapons in Pennsylvania on January 5th, a law takes effect that designed that's designed to t- give the National Rifle Association or any gun owner a better chance of successfully challenging local firearms ordinances in court. In general, Pennsylvania bars its municipalities from enforcing firearms ordinances that are stronger than the state law. But the NRA has complained that dozens of local ordinances go unchallenged in Pennsylvania courts by residents who can prove it, uh, it harmed them. And in California, law enforcement agencies are required to develop policies that encourage officers to search the state's database of gun purchases as part of routine welfare checks. The bill was prompted by a sheriff's deputy failure to detect the danger posed by a man who weeks later embarked on a deadly rampage in May near the University of California, Santa Barbara. Uh, What does that have to do with each other? Well, okay. That's about that guy. I think his name was like Elliot Rogers or something. Y- yes. Okay. Remember how his parents were like, he's mentally unstable. They called the police and said, can you go check on him? They went to check on him. He appeared to be okay. They walked away and left it alone. Well, during that time, I guess he had registered to get a gun. So they were like, if they would have registered, realized he registered to get a gun, maybe they could have checked to see if he had a weapon and I don't know, advise something about that. I don't know how they would have stopped him necessarily, but I guess the idea is to be like, what are you doing with a gun? <laughs> okay. NRA, NRA's okay with this? Cause they don't like to I doubt it. I sincerely doubt the NRA would be okay with it. Okay. I'm about to say. They don't, they don't care about any dead people. No. no a baby no. can get a gun. Like your womb could get a gun. Your ovaries could have one. They don't give a fuck. Everybody get a gun. Tennessee, uh, as part of a welfare eligibility, a parent or guardian with a child struggling in school must attend two or more conferences with the teacher within a year to review the child's status. I mean, that shouldn't be mandatory, though. <laughs> like, that shouldn't yeah. be a law. Right. Uh, Seems like you should want to do that. But, you know, people have jobs. Sometimes you work two or three jobs. Right. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, but as a former teacher, man, you, you work around parents' schedules. If they work with you, you can make that work. You know, right. like you even some teachers even go to meet the parents at the work. Right. You know, it's, yeah, I've seen I've seen that be worked around. Um, now, Brandon, do you uh, are you dating anybody right now, man? Yes, I am. All right. Well, you want to hear what the seven weirdest things that turn women on, according to science? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look, man, we could all use every all bit right. of help. Uh, number one, things that turn women on, according to science. Everything except a naked male. <laughs> that makes sense. In Meredith Cheever's study, famous study on the subject of female desire, Women were hooking up with, uh, to a plethysmograph, Morgraph, okay? Plethysmograph, Morgraph, okay? Which, uh, measures vaginal blood flow and lubrication. And shown a variety of porn clips, including sex between men and women. Women and women, men and men, a ripped naked man walking along a beach, and a pair of bonobos mating. 
the women both straight and lesbian were turned on by just about all of it including the copulating apes what didn't turn the women on was a muscled naked man Oh my god, it's amazing. And, and doing it, and, and I completely understand that because when men look at women, they're like, oh, ass and titties. Women look at men, she go, okay, you got a dick in an ass. You know, unless I'm sexually turned on, I'm not gonna be like, oh, dick in my face. No. Yeah. Well, uh, so, but it said naked men of the world don't despair. When women were shown a naked man who had an erection, they were turned on. It turns out that a flaccid penis doesn't do much for the lady libido regardless of how hot the rest of the man is true number two 10 day old beers i mean sorry 10 day old (laughs) 10 day old beards uh, beards like on your face beards okay i thought you said beards i was like i did say beards i did say beards by accident uh a study study a study published in the evolution and human behavior in april of this year found that straight women are more attracted to men with beards Specifically, 10-day stubble and full beards. Uh, researchers from the University of New South Wales had both men and women rate the attractiveness of different facial hair growth, clean-shaven, 5-day stubble, 10-day stubble, full beards. While men gave higher ratings for the clean-shaven look, women rated clean-shaven faces as the least attractive. You know, I completely, I definitely can agree with that. I've been maintaining my beard for the past two months. And ladies love this. They do like it, man. Yeah, yeah I've been at the shows. I've been doing it on stage. And afterwards, they compliment me on my comment. And they'll say, I really like your beard. I got the beard oil. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be so much to maintain. But, uh, you know, I got all kinds of bombs and oils and mm-hmm. shit in here. Oh, yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. What, Karen? No, I try to tell like when Roger first got started growing it out, it's the same hair that grows on top of your head. I know most dudes either like cut it off and stuff like that, but yeah, you have to keep it moisturized. Cause see, I'm the one that got to fill it and rub it, and you're kissing me and you're cutting me and shit. I'm like, nope, I'm not going for this. Soften that hair up, son. For the record, I've never cut anybody with my beard hair. Um, number three, the name James, Jack, and Ryan are all turn ons. Um, what's in the name? A lot, it seems. Richard Wiseman conducted that he, uh, that he, a study that he called the name experiment. Which you presented in 2008 Edinburgh International Science Festival, Wiseman Journey surveyed more than 6,000 people in order to find out what names people in the UK most associate with success, luck, and attractiveness. Well, isn't that just more about racial stereotypes and shit, though? Like those. Yeah, are, I think freaking Thomas already did something like this. Yeah, so oh, I'm not I'm not buying that one. Not that one. Gasoline, leather, and pink ink. I mean, and printer ink. What's that? Ron, you're confusing me, man. Sorry. Sorry. I'm drinking this moonshine. Gasoline, leather, and printer ink. Uh, Take this study with a large grain of salt if you're a man. A large dab of baby oil. A survey by soap uh, company Dads involved 2,000 participants determined that British women are turned on by the smell of leather, gasoline, paint, and printer ink. While men are turned on by the scent of lipstick, baby lotion, or a roast dinner. (laughs) (laughs) i feel like all the dudes that answered roast dinner did so sarcastically like what turns you on uh a a hot meal bitch that's what turns me on right you get in that kitchen and make something to eat and those british women are like i like the smell of gasoline right printer ink (laughs) like who would even think printer ink you know Mm -hmm. 
like what what do you even smell printer ink in 2014 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah everything is inkjet now all right uh while the erotic potential of printer ink has been thoroughly documented put it in my tray we have no idea how soap uh the soap company supposedly came to these conclusions (laughs) number five things that turn women on not penile thrusting in 1984 a study of erotic sensitivity of the vagina conducted by a team of colombian researchers said 16 prostitutes and 32 feminists who were unpaid may uh and manually stimulated their vagina walls in the lab uh a let's see haley alzati a physician and professor of sexology provided the frictioning to the sex workers and mari laddie londono a psychotherapist jerked off the feminist uh their results show that more than three-fourths of the prostitutes had an orgasm compared with only one in eight feminists while this appears to be a setup for every feminist joke in existence, and then that's not funny, the researchers uh, weren't studying who gets off the easiest. They were trying to determine whether penile thrusting in, in the, is an effective way to bring about an orgasm. Surprise, it's not. Though it no does, shit. it does appear that getting jerked off by a strange man is easier if you're a sex worker and hence probably somewhat used to it. Sex workers and feminists are not mutually exclusive. Many sex workers are fem- okay. Who who had this? Not okay. We get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I was so confused. That was a person that was scared to get get emails. Right, they was like, we 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 want to be sure we covering we're, all our bases here. We're not all say we're not saying all whores are feminists or all feminists are whores, but some whores are feminists and some feminists are whores. But it's okay to be either <laughs> one because I don't want no problems. Please, guys. Uh, a turn on to women, good and plenty candy. Good and plenty uh, apparently. Um, it has a good smell and taste and it turns women on. Mm, I don't know about that one. And number seven, no. number seven is toothbrushing. Oh yeah. Ladies like a, you know, mm-hmm. wait, they like to watch a toothbrush? What? Uh, says they, they like um, tea? women, uh, a 41 year old Taiwanese woman experienced orgasm once or twice a week from the mere act of brushing her teeth. Oh no! This is a weird. No, oh, man, we're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I feel like feel like there's not enough study for that one. I feel like that's one woman. That's uh, <laughs> one weird ass woman. That, right. Yeah. Um. So or those fixation are, over there. Those are the seven weird things that turn um, women on. Yeah. Yeah. Karen. <laughs> Karen sounds like she's not too. Uh, Karen, you don't agree with that list? Mm-mm. Some of them I agree. Some of them I don't. Like I've heard some people say baby powder mm. you know i've heard some women say baby powder but to me no baby powder may think about babies and i don't want no babies so there's nothing sexually attractive about something crying and pooping and spitting up on me mm. but that's just me though all right um all right let's get into a different uh article then uh not that one that one's kind of whack uh a third of kids don't know christmas is about jesus Oh, I believe that. Uh, third of children age teen, 10 and 13, do not know that Christmas marks the birth of Jesus Christ. A survey of 2,000 families was, has found. Well, some of those might be smart kids because it ain't the birthday of Jesus Christ. He was born <laughs> in the summer. Why are people shocked and surprised? Because, like, everybody isn't Christian. You have people different backgrounds, religions. Well, um, I will say this. Even if you're not religious, even if you're not a Christian, 
you could still know what the definition of the celebration is supposed to be about right so so like i could be a muslim that knows christmas is supposed to be about the birth of jesus christ you know what i'm saying like it doesn't mean these kids is like i don't even know what that means like what y'all talking about the poll also found go ahead sorry brandon i was just gonna say young kids don't know a lot though like and especially like you know the parents probably don't even really know at this point they're just like shit i gotta buy more stuff for this little brat you know they don't they don't actually talk about the holiday anymore man Oh yeah, yeah. Or, or you like me, just glad you're off work. I tell people, I don't give a fuck about what we off work. If I ain't got to go to work and I get paid for it, let's goddamn <laughs> celebrate it. Mm-hmm. The poll also found only 10% of adults can correctly state four facts about Jesus' birth, and half of those surveyed said it is not relevant to their Christmas celebrations. Christmas starts with Christ, the group which commissioned the survey said one problem was how schools discussed the festival. Francis Goodwin from the group said Britain is fastly becoming one of the world's most secular countries. As nations get richer, they think they no longer need God. He also said there is a problem with political correctness in school, which think they should not focus on the Christian roots of Christmas because of inclusivity. Uh, but it is misguided. People of those fa- of other faiths are not offended, he commented. That's not true. Well, you, I mean, if they're not offended and he says so, I mean, he's probably a white man. I think that, <laughs> I think that makes never, him right. Who's never been challenged. I think that yeah, makes him right. never known anybody of another religion. Right. right. He's like, no one's ever been offended by my religion in my face because I fucked them up. Last year, a survey of 2,000 people showed that 12% of Londoners think the Bible features Father Christmas. <laughs> it, it also showed that 7% of the public think Christmas trees are in the Bible. A, <laughs> a proportion which nearly doubles among 18 to 35 year olds. Wow. I like it. Did, did they all grow up to Charlie Brown Christmas and just think that that was the Bible? Like, what? <laughs> yep. I don't get this. <laughs> yep, Snoopy in it, a whole gang. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like that the kids don't believe. Fuck it. Like, what's the big deal anyway? You know what I mean? Um, all right, man. Um, I think we can get into our, to our segments now. Oh, wait, no, I did want to cover this story before we move on. Um, apparently this woman got pissed at her husband in China. So she chopped off his cheating dick. Oh, Jesus. Again. Oh, man. Yeah. She chopped it off while he was sleeping. Oh, oh no. No. Yeah. Oh, she, she must have fell in that category that was like, you know the women get turned on she was like nope yeah chop well apparently he had to go to a hospital and get his dicks <laughs> he had to get his dick sewn back in right oh, oh jesus so then she snuck in the hospital and chopped his dick off again <laughs> oh and threw and then threw it out the window <laughs> oh god oh she was like you will never fuck again she is persistent she is clearly an FBI agent because she got the security. Back right. to that day. I would sue the fuck out of that hospital because no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what? She had a special set of skills, Karen. Yes, she did. <laughs> oh, they were just the set of cutting skills. The plot to taken four. Fan, ah. Fan Long, who was a dad of five, sealed his fate when he decided to use his wife's cell phone to send his secret lover a hot and heavy email. Oh, now how desperate you got to be to do that. The 32-year-old forgot to log out of his account after the message was sent, which is how his 21-year-old wife, Fing, 
who is oh. now she's now under arrest for grievous bodily harm she, <laughs> she came that's, across that's she came across the saucy exchange and snapped the jilted wife went berserk grabbed a pair of scissors stormed into their bedroom and cut off his penis while he was sleeping Oh, Jesus. Lung was rushed to the hospital where doctors were able to save the appendage and sew it back on. But Fiend was able to sneak into the recovery room where she chopped his penis off a second time and threw it out the window. A shock Lung chased with double chopping. He chased his wife outside despite losing a lot of blood. Staff rushed out to see what was happening and found the patient with blood streaming down his legs, hitting the woman. He was stopped. Oh my God. He was stopped and the woman was taken in for treatment. Then we discovered she had chopped his penis off again. Despite desperate search efforts, authorities were unable to find his penis. Yeah, she was like, you won't retouch this one. Yeah. <laughs> Police believe it may have been stumbled upon by a stray dog or a cat. Aww. Oh, my. Yo, Rod, you killed me right now. <laughs> they, find, they finally got revenge on the Asians. <laughs> they, ate his yeah. pe- they ate his penis and was like, one for us. Yes. Uh, long side chick. This Zang- is from my brother that was in the, the that was in the uh, shrimp fried rice. Mm-hmm. Long side chick Zhang Hong, twenty one, says she's okay with her man not being able to have more children. It doesn't matter that he's lost his fertility; he has five children already. Now that's a side chick for you. She's still acting like she down. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh Jesus Christ, man! Yo, that. Uh- it, it can't be worth it because he ain't gonna be able to experience it again. Right? He ain't gonna be experience. Oh my god! Maybe he'll stay now. What kind of? <laughs> he has to. Right. I, question: What kind of scissors did she use? There wasn't no oh, regular Jesus. ass scissors. Uh, not. Uh, hopefully, she didn't use those safety scissors for left-handed people and shit. <laughs> no. Probably take forever. It's just like something gnawing at your dick for a little no. bit. No, she shit them shits up nice and sharp. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she like gotta get your dick hard first. Oh Jesus! Christ. He gonna need a dick transplant. Yeah, like huh? I he don't think I. A lot of things. Like he, <laughs> he gotta. He gonna have to put a strap on. He need to find like a dying porn star and be like, man, uh, you need to donate your dick to science because ah, ah. what's going on with this is ridiculous. You have a double dick or something. Maybe like mm-hmm. we can get a oh. black dick. Or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh jeez, poor guy. Yep. Anyway, let's get into our segment. Um, it's time for Baller Alert. that's right it's time for baller alert um here are the stories i will let our guest brandon pick one and we'll read the, the story in the comments uh story number one group it tells that's what they talk about 
stories from people that slept with celebrities allegedly and then they write all the details okay so groupie tales number one i met deray davis in chicago number story number two groupie tales my night with comedian Corey holcomb now i feel like that's probably about the same lady maybe even same night but we'll see uh-huh. Kylie jenner uh number three is Kylie jenner on plastic surgery rumors i grew up my face is going to be different number four mm-hmm. number four ballerific relationships do i really want to date a baller by queenie vanya and number five miami condo wants to kick birdman out <laughs> and number six how to become a rapper in 2015 by at nick so fly and last is the sugar is in the money and not the honey <laughs> Brandon, you pick one of those. Which one you want to do? Which one I want to do? Uh, I want to do the Kylie Jenner one, man. All right, let's do Kylie Jenner on plastic surgery rumors. I grew up. My face is going to be different. Mm-hmm. In a in a in a a family full of faces that been plastic exactly. surgery. Okay. Uh, now let me put her picture in the chat so people can see the difference between her face uh back in the day and her face now it's only been one year in this picture by the way all right Kylie oh jenner wants the world to stop beating a dead horse the 16 year old tells cosmopolitan magazine that she did not have any plastic surgery done including her lips the you guys have watched me grow since i was nine my face is going to get different, she tells the mag. Now, I know how to do my makeup, contour, and everything. Kylie also says, for the time being, she's staying away from Botox like her big sis, Kim. I'm not against surgery. I'd never say no, but I don't desire it right now, she explained. I get it. This is editorial. I get it. I was a child once, and I, too, got older. Um, <laughs> but my lips didn't inflate over the course of a year. Right. Yeah, man. Like... Your face doesn't change that drastically in a year. Like we all grew up. Like I, I get like I went from big to skinny in my teenage years, and I filled out a little bit. But you don't fill out that much in a year. That's crazy. Did she get stung by a bee, baby, before the picture? Yeah. She looks swole. That's it's like compared to this. she looks a lot lighter. Like, yeah, even makeup can't make you that light. Uh, that's not the natural contour of her lips yeah. so uh sorry Kyla we don't believe you makeup can do a lot of things but it won't make your lip skin appear where there isn't any even lip plumpers don't do that type of witchcraft not that quickly <laughs> either well let's go to the comments there's only a few of these uh Allie in Wonderland says laugh my ass off if I cared I would go all the way in but just like Kim wants us to think she's never had her butt done I don't know why these hoes so in denial about their plastic surgery. Embrace that shit. Tanya Vaughn says, instead of insulting people's intelligence, just admit it. V says, it's obvious to Stevie Wonder that Callie has had some work done, uh, substantial work. And that's a shame because she's so young, it's not good to start effing with Mother Nature so soon. She'll literally be a lifetime of nip, nips, nips and tuck, not nick and tuck, nips and tucks instead uh, ahead of her. It's a clear <laughs> cry for attention out of all of them, even Rob and his drama. Kylie got the least amount of camera time and went unnoticed. Now she's getting noticed, but for all the wrong reasons. Bree says she's lucky that what happened to that teen mom didn't happen to her. 
she talking about the team mom fair abraham that did porn oh yeah yeah the one who like did all that plastic oh. surgery and now like can't get a job because she looks crazy and did porn oh yeah you know what because her lip was fucked up i saw yeah all that. Oh, that too yeah i saw she, that she like she got a duck bill Man. <laughs> yep you gotta have it shit done right you can't knew, be cheap but you knew she was on some other shit though because like i saw her porn and she did her porn Oh yeah, she and, said that was amateur shit. That that was home me. I'm like, this yeah, is. it was so <laughs> professional. It was filmed with a professional porn star as the other person in it. I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's like a pretty famous dude. And they did anal, so it was like you clearly, like this ain't no amateur shit. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all was fucking man. It's all right. I don't know. I hate when they do that though. When they do a full blown porn tape and then it's like, I would never do porn. I mean, those people are sluts. Jesus Christ. But me having a private tape leaked feels sad for me, but still spend 1990. Sound check, man. Yeah, with a sound check, a boom yeah. mic was in there. But please make sure you spend 1995 plus tax over at vivid.com. <laughs> like, fuck you. Uh, so Luscious responded to Bree. She says, at Bree, I was just thinking the same thing. It doesn't. And if she doesn't want anyone's opinion, perhaps she should stay off of social media. Bunny D. Wabbit says <laughs> that sex tape is right around the corner. Surprise, Tiger hasn't knocked her up already. Supposedly, that's his master plan. Oh, Lord. Call me president. I think this is a guy says teen pregnancy and a rapper baby daddy getting ready to hit the net in five, four, three, two, dot, dot, dot. Dom Gal says work has done work was done, period. No ifs, ands, or big butts about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dom Gal. That's coming soon too. What? <laughs> uh beautiful brownie says they want to seem naturally perfect. Ha ha ha. Chloe has gotten her butt done as well. I'm trying to figure out the time frame. I don't think it was pre Lamar. So <laughs> that's uh that's five star for the day, man. Uh that's a ball alert. Yeah, Brandon, you got you got to start coming after this, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come got, on to that'll get you crunk. Thing. Yeah, got that good ignorance in it. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, we haven't we haven't done this in a while, so I guess we might as well get back to it since we didn't really do one today. But uh, let's do some fucking with black people, guys. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that is back in 2015. The game that we all hate to hate to love to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we read or play news articles from all over the world that are fucking with black people. And we give you a score from 0 to 100 in intervals of 25 on how much we personally feel fucked with. Today's contestants, everybody. Everybody's up for today. Uh, Brandon, give me a number between one and like 30. 25. 25. Let's count it down. 5, 7, 10, 13, 15, 18, 21, 
23 25 fox geraldo rivera mm-hmm, said lebron should have worn instead of his i can't breathe shirt he should have worn a be a better father shirt <laughs> what mm-hmm i'll let him say it for himself and get this video to come up it's on media matters but uh yeah he said uh oh wait what i do with my volume volume god damn it <laughs> so it's 2200 and whatever versus 123 geraldo but but this is what gets yeah. yeah and we have the number of blacks killed by law enforcement with a firearm the latest year stats are available 2012 and that is 123 so it's 2200 and whatever versus 123 geraldo but but this is what gets the attention you know, I saw LeBron James on the night the Royals watched the Cavaliers pummel the uh, Brooklyn Nets, and he had a shirt on, I can't breathe. The shirt obviously referencing Eric Garner, the Staten Island man who was choked to death in that horrifying video that we all saw. I, I wondered to myself, what if LeBron James instead had a shirt, be a better father to your dad, I mean, be a better father to your son, raise your children. Those difficult issues are not being dealt with by the black community because they are so complex, they are so deep-rooted, they are really so profoundly troubling that they don't want to try, and it is a victimization mentality that says we can only motivate when we are the victims. It goes in keeping with everything that's happened to the black community in the generations preceding. It's easy to demonstrate and be outraged when we are the victims. Look what they are doing to us rather than what we are doing to ourselves. There is a kind of urban suicide happening here that has to be dealt with. So, uh, what would you guys give that, Karen? We're all, we're all, uh, Brandon, I'll let you go uh, at the Karen. I was going to say, we're all in a grid. That's 100, right? Oh, okay. So, Brandon's 100. Okay, Karen? Yeah, I'm a hundred also. That's goddamn ridiculous. Be a better father. First of all, what does that even have to do with I can't breathe? That guy, that guy actually was a father and he's a grown ass man. Like what? And he shouted out LeBron. LeBron moved back to Cleveland for his kids. He's like, I want them to be around my family. I want them to have a community. God, I just want you on to meet these people. Like, like I just wish that like my superpower was to meet, like, transport to wherever someone said something like this and, like, catch them alone and just punch them in the stomach. <laughs> like, I don't want to kill them or nothing. Just punch them right in their fucking stomach. And just disappear. And I, like, erase racism one stomach punch at a time. <laughs> it's like, uh, I didn't just walk up to him and be like, hey, man, what's that shit you said about be a father? I'm like, oh, well, you know, that was just TV. Oh, and just punch them right in their fucking stomach. Um, Karen, you give me a number one through 30. Let's do number seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. All right. House GOP leader once addressed white supremacists. <laughs> the House yeah. third-ranking Republican leader said, too, that he regrets speaking 12 years ago to a white supremacist group and condemns the views of such groups. Do you? Do you really? Mm-hmm. Do you? Now, this he just said that because we got Obama and that- people found out. Right, people found, that's all that is, people found out. Now here's my, the most ironic part of the article. His position is House Majority Whip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Scalise of Louisiana said that a state legislator in 2000, as a state legislator in 2002, he spoke to many groups about a major tax issue. One of the many groups that I spoke to regarding this critical le- legislation was a group whose views I wholeheartedly condemn. 
uh it was a mistake i regret and i emphatically oppose to the divisive racial and religious views groups like these hold really but you want their Mm -hmm. votes really i just think it's funny that the word divisive racial uh and religious views came up referring to this group but those are the same words they use for the president of the united states Mm -hmm. who doesn't have any he doesn't have any hate speech about white people in his rhetoric but these people obviously do imagine if he did let the fucking outrage and uproar they would get him impeached immediately they just they want to push into that play yeah, he never would have. to be cool. He would have never been elected if he had yeah. any history of saying shit like that. House Speaker John Boehner of Ohio says Scalise made an error of judgment, and he was right to acknowledge it was wrong and inappropriate. He has my full confidence as I will. Scalise acknowledged at a convention of the European American Unity and Rights Organization, former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke found the group, uh, founded the group which the Southern Poverty Law Center has classified as as a hate group. The Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee criticized Scalise in an earlier statement on Tuesday, saying he chose to cheerlead for a group of KKK members and neo-Nazis at a white supremacist rally, Um, and questioned why the GOP leadership have remained silent. In an interview Monday with the Times-Picayune of New Orleans and NOLA.com, Scalise said, he had little staffing as a staff legislator and didn't always know details of groups he had, he was invited to address. I didn't know who all these groups were and I detest any kind of hate group, but I'll take their money. You sure will, won't you, sir? <laughs> I will read, I will read the rest, but, uh, I'll just get y'all a score. Karen? Uh, hmm. I'll say about 50 because not, you know, 50? That's not it? Really okay. Surprise? You go talk to the KKK, just 50. Cool. What about you, Brandon? I would say 75 because he's stupid enough to think that people are going to buy that bullshit right. uh, excuse that, oh, you know, I regret it now. No, they were paying you good money. You believed in what you were saying. You probably did some more. We just don't know about it. I hate politicians that try to act like people are stupid and can't read between the lines. Mm. Yeah, I might have to go with 100. I mean, he he was talking to the KKK. It's, and he kept his job. Like yeah. it don't, it don't mm-hmm. get no, it don't get no worse than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I will do this one. Um, George Zimmerman strikes again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, it really doesn't come as a shock to hear that George Zimmerman's distorted worldview and temper have resulted in yet another criminal charge. Don't they get arrested once a year? What's happening? Or twice a year? What's happening here? Well, it's 2015. He's following the OJ playbook. Yep. It's fun. Late, the man. late Friday evening, Zimmerman was arrested and booked on charges of aggravated assault, and he currently is out on $5,000 bond. He's been ordered to stay out of Elusia County and away from the alleged female victim and to surrender any firearms. Police officials have yet to release the full details surrounding the incident. However, at this point, one must wonder, who couldn't have seen this pattern coming? I don't know, a Florida jury? The answers is pundits like Bill O'Reilly, who found no fault in Zimmerman's, I mean Zimmerman's pathology, at the time of his acquittal. Instead of addressing the systematic problems of racial profiling, excessive force, and most certainly unrestricted gun possession laws, the Zimmerman trial became a platform for some to berate urban culture and paint a picture of youth, uh, of young black men, as inherently menacing. 
as waves of protesters took to the streets on behalf of trayvon martin zimmerman sympathizers created a criminal out of the dead teen according to o'reilly trayvon martin died because he looked a certain way and it wasn't based on color he went on to say that if trayvon was wearing a suit and a tie that he didn't think george zimmerman would have had any problem well uh, was his wife wearing a hoodie when he assaulted her because he's been yeah, beating up right. women lately right and who are these what who are these women just like i want to be with you even though you beat your other wife and your wife to make i mean divorced you and you beat your other girlfriend put a gun out on her who are these women to go Ooh, i want that Zimmer, man. And how is he allowed to still have guns? Why does he still have a gun? Because mm-hmm. America. Because like, America. America. Jesus. When, it, when it comes to To protect guns. him from the black people that have never harmed him at all. Right. So, a uh, hundred, though, for George Zimmerman. Oh, yeah, he's a permanent a hundred. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. And let's play our other, our other game, a uh, little game called Guess the Race. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Mr. B. Collins from the Comedy Outliers, to guess the race. And the chat room goes along. The chat room is racist. Um, all right. Let's uh get to our first article here. Um get you nervous over there, man? No, man, I'm ready. Remember the last time we played this, I think I had a good batting average. All right, all right. So uh family of a girl allegedly impregnated by a sixty year old man finally speaks out. Oh. Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, your sperm still kicking it at sixty? Look, the sperm don't sperm don't die. We multiply, Karen. Apparently so. Everybody knows that. I'm Jamie Smith. And I'm Letitia Variola. We start with an exclusive update to a story Action News first brought you last night. 60-year-old Walter Johnson is accused of getting a 12-year-old Jacksonville <gasps> girl pregnant. Oh, now only on Action News, we're speaking to that young girl's family who says they've known him for 40 years, and they're shocked this could happen in their own home. Behind bars tonight, 60-year-old Walter Johnson accused of getting a 12-year-old girl pregnant. He's charged with three counts of sexual battery. We spoke with a woman today who says that young girl is her relative. She's not nothing but 12 years old. She's still a baby herself. It's really hard. The family says they've known Johnson for over 40 years. He even lived with her in this house in 2011 and 2012. She says he moved out but was helping watch the girl in May. That's when she believes he had sex with her. You never know who you have in your household. He was a good guy. But there is hidden secrets. The family says they found out the girl was pregnant after a medical test on New Year's Eve. Police were then contacted and Johnson was arrested. If it's a child out there that's listening, if anybody touches you, please don't be afraid to tell. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. The family says they will keep the baby. We're going to love that baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we are a loving family. 
Johnson is in custody at the Duval County Jail. Bond is set at $1.5 million. A spokesperson for the Department of Children and Families wow. confirms they are investigating and providing the child with counseling resources. Three. All right, Brandon. Guess the race of the culprit, Walter Johnson. Walter Lewis Johnson is his middle name. I'm going to have to go, unfortunately, with blood. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Claim that condoms don't li- don't fit, unlike his white counterparts, black. Oh Lord! One who thought twelve <laughs> years, one who thought twelve years a lady, black. Her- Geraldo wished he wore a father your kid shirt. Oh, yeah. Black says Ashley. <laughs> Just black. <laughs> keep it keep it simple. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, evil dar what? Evil, evil darky. Oh, evil darky. R. Kelly follower, black person interviewed sounds like one who t- told white folks to get off of her porch, black. Um, the correct answer is, yeah. and everyone got it right, black. Oh, Twelve. Oh, and you showed his face. Oh, lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He looked like Bill Cosby a little bit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he looked like he definitely did. Some people just got one of them faces like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. you did that shit, bro. I don't know what they're accusing you of. You going to jail. Uh, Let's go to story number two. A uh, Memphis, Tennessee uh, man is charged with severely beating a child for reportedly eating the last piece of cheesecake. Oh, <laughs> it got real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, Karen. You know, big piece of chicken, last piece of cheesecake. Now our big story at five, a little boy is in the hospital with a broken leg for a reason that will turn your stomach. Damn. Police say his mom's boyfriend beat the child because he ate the last slice of cheesecake. I'm Richard Ransom. I'm Claudia Barr. Anthony Gulledge is in jail tonight, charged with aggravated child abuse. WREG's Molly Smith is live at Le Bonheur. Molly, what else do we know about the little boy's injuries? His injury is severe. We know he's being treated here at Le Bonheur for a broken femur, a dislocated vertebrae, and bruised lungs. Neighbors in the area could not believe the story. <laughs> No child does it over a piece of cake. This woman didn't want to give us her name, but says she's very concerned. Her kids go to daycare just feet away from this home on Mallory Drive, where police say this guy, Anthony Gulledge, beat a three-year-old little boy. That's a little nerve-wracking. Court papers show Gulledge came home Friday night and saw the final piece of cheesecake was gone. So he dragged the little boy by his ankles and beat him with a belt. The next day, the boy's mother called police. They came and took pictures of the boy, as well as the belt, and then took Gulledge into custody. No one was home today. Oh, all right. And neighbors didn't want to talk on camera, but they were concerned by all the police activity over the weekend. They say the boy's mother has left, and parents tell me they're praying for the little boy's recovery. Yeah, that's a little extreme. It is a little extreme. Now, Gulledge has a history of attacking people. He's been brought up on charges for attacking his girlfriend in the past. He's due in court in this case involving the little boy on the 23rd. Reporting live in downtown Memphis tonight, Molly Smith, WREG News Channel 3. Well, guess the race, uh, Brandon. I'm going white because that dude had several crimes 
<laughs> still uh, still free, so I'm going to go with White. All right. Yeah, white for Anthony Gullich. Meanwhile, the man accused of stabbing oh, his own wife hell? is now behind bars earlier this week. All right, man. A lot of crime in Memphis. Uh, <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the chat room on this one. Mom's boyfriend, not dad, black. Future Cowboys running back, black. White man who gets hard at Golden Girl reruns. Oh. Adrian Peterson's cousin who beat that child with his field nigger hands. Oh, <laughs> that's a rage so evil and malevolent it can only come from a white man, says Ashanti. Don't get blacker than Memphis. Start of the Aww. sequel to Planet of the Apes called Porch of the Monkeys. Oh, <laughs> white, white because I think white people love cheesecake and crunchy black. The correct answer <laughs> is. <laughs> And Brandon actually missed this one. It, it was, was a black, black. man. Oh, right. some Sound people, effects got harsh, bro. Some people <laughs> did give it. Get it. Let me give it to them. And let me find his picture yeah. real quick, cause yeah, the, cr- the crowd get kind of kind of rough on you. So when you when you when you get it wrong, yeah, he got one of them pictures that look like oh, you definitely did it. Like mm-hmm. you, like you still thinking about that cheesecake? Like his right, his, he, like his face looked like damn, that cheesecake would have been good though. Wait, this wasn't Ruben Stutter, was it? Nah, <laughs> uh, nah, I think even Ruben Stutter, Stutter would have been sorry. Uh, oh I, shit, yeah, he wanted that cheesecake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he done licked his lips. He was ready. Opened up that refrigerator and was like, "This motherfucker." And everybody knows that beating up a kid is a piece of cake. <laughs> um, yes, won't be fooled again. Uh, you had that queued up for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, wait till I drop this joke on him. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it was easy as pie. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh let's go to the bonus round here. Um uh for uh guess the race. Um where's my bonus round music? Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points. Double the race. So far, Brandon is one for one and one. How are you feeling nervous, Brandon? Yeah. Uh, you feeling nervous? I'm, I'm trying not to think about it. I think I'm good. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing that makes a lot of black men nervous. Shaving. That's right. This is sponsored by Bevel. I'm just that smooth. Uh, my skin, my skin is smooth because I shaved with bevel razor. Um, I shaved, uh, I think it was Sunday mm-hmm. and, uh, I have not shaved since, you know, I'm not a daily shave. I have a beard. I try to say shave like once every, uh, couple days, once every three or four days. Um, my skin has never been this smooth. Like, honestly, I don't even get, and I'm not exaggerating. I didn't get one razor bump, oh, not nice. one. Um, uh, you know, as a black man, you can hear it from Brandon. It's kind of a big deal. Like, I don't know what your system is, is but like, when I was shaving with the white man's razor, um, <laughs> which I, I would, I would, I, ref- I refuse to name the brand, but, um, when I was, uh, shaving with the white man's razor, man, I would always have to have like a whole system. Like, 
you know you got the shaving cream and you got like some type of uh you know i used to have to like dry my skin now with this harsh like mix of alcohol and oxy pads that you use when you have like pimples and shit it was like this whole thing just to keep my skin from breaking out and even with that it still felt it was like my skin would still be dry you know what i mean then i had to put like some lotion on after that like it was just like a whole fucking to do and that's because a lot of these products are not made with us in mind you Mm -hmm. know no they're not and it's like uh bevel is the first razor that's designed with us as black people in mind um and it cuts your hair like right above the skin it's still a very smooth shave so it's not like you know you walk around looking like patchy or you know like like a like a 90s r&b group with stubble and shit like you actually do get a smooth shave but it's just right above the skin you shave with the grain it comes with like a kit and there's like instructions and i enjoyed mm-hmm. the instructions because the instructions were written uh in a way that uh that i could relate to mm-hmm. um, illustrations yeah it had, ilu- it had your, yeah it had your illustrations right. it was like the hair grows this way this yeah. is what the against the stubble means right this is what against the grain means and like for for me I've, I mean. I've i've shaved with a with a razor before so i wasn't uh very intimidated by it but you know um as some it's a lot of black men haven't shaved with razors a lot of us use like these um clippers and shit because we're so scared of uh messing our skin up and plus because we're tired of getting razor bumps and stuff right mess your face up mess your skin up yeah but it's smooth the way that it like fits in your hand perfectly the way that it's weighted it's very it keeps el- you, elegant i like yeah. that i like it and as a woman it's one of those things where i like i said i went and i, I poked in there it's very elegant it's fancy it's it has a little weight to it um and i like it um i and i don't know but it was one of those things where i go hey um can y'all make them for women too right <laughs> right <laughs> um, but um it's you know maybe they do i don't know maybe that's the next thing they'll be doing but um it's like i said it's very smooth you end up basically uh not having to worry about cutting yourself you don't really have to worry about getting bumps on your skin afterwards the irritation it comes with a bomb you put on after you shave and the instructions are very explicit. So if you're intimidated by the idea of shaving with a regular razor as opposed to uh clippers or those 17 blade razors that they have out there now that fuck up your skin and you got to get the purple uh shaving cream and all this shit. Um, you don't have to worry about that. It comes with shaving cream. It comes with bombs. It comes with oil. Um, it comes with everything. You'll be smelling good, you know, um, and like i said the instructions are so explicit mm-hmm. that you end up basically having it laid out for you if you're a person like me who's kind of meticulous i like my shit laid out for me because i'm always scared like i'm gonna skip a step like when i, I cook a lot when i have a, a, a recipe and the recipe says something like you know and then just doing so and so and i'm like vague yeah. yeah i'm like nope that ain't good enough you know it was like yeah. just put it in the pot i'm like on what put it on the pot till done at what temperature how long should that take right. like that's like these instructions are very detailed for you know designed yeah. for people that may or may not have uh done this before so uh yeah shout out to bell what comes with a little, nice little brush it's smooth man mm-hmm. i like it um and like i said you can get 20 percent off with code tbgwt at getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com uh make sure you guys get the starter kit safety razor shaving brush blades primer oil shaving cream and a cool restoring balm um you know upgrade your shaving uh routine dog it's time don't don't just keep giving it to the white man uh all right (laughs) now to the bonus round 
brought to you by Bell. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A pastor was talking to police and he said that, um, he had to punch a kid for not taking the Lord serious. Oh, Jesus getting violent. Mm hmm. Uh, Why you got me on the episode of all the kid child abuse and shit? That is the, that's the, <laughs> brought, brought to you by Bevel. Um, that is, uh, so the show's about today, man. Didn't. All about them kids. It's called, it's Child Abuse Tuesdays. You, see, you can tell you ain't been, tell Brandon ain't been listening to the show lately. It's Child Abuse Tuesdays. We've been doing this every week. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> child abuse. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that, yeah, that was this guy who, um, I think he actually said it in his sermon. Uh, have they oh, taken no. it down? so um he punched a kid in the chest and then said when are you gonna stop playing games with god Mm -hmm. holy shit um so uh guess the race oh white white immediately okay pastor eric diamond yeah that was a crazy white man all right um and uh, the chat room couldn't really hear that one that well, so I'm not going to let them guess. Right, because it was uh, coming in through the left ear. Yeah, it was coming in through the wrong channel. I'll just go ahead and say, you were right. It was a white man. <laughs> now, what was your clue on that one? Just a sermon, and then when he said, uh, when are you going to stop playing games with God? That's how it's angry white man shit mm. after he's done something violent and fucked up on his own and uh follow up to that story that kid's an atheist now um <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the the thing to that uh, i don't know <laughs> i feel like you have to be like if you punch me in my chest at church uh i'm <laughs> i'm definitely uh muslim or something else at this point like i'm not coming like, back yeah, whatever, whatever you talking about, I ain't that. Let's talk about some more of these children. Uh, oh, Lord. What do we got to this one? A South Carolina man is in jail for allegedly molesting two young girls in a church where he worked and admitting to the abuse in front of the victim's father. Oh, and he didn't choke the <clears throat> fuck out of him? I want to know how he's alive. Right. Uh, an arrest warrant was issued for Gilbert Evan Brawls, 23, of Greenville, after a father told police last Thursday that his two daughters, ages 6 and 4, had been sexually abused. Brawls admitted to molesting the girls inside the audio room at Greenville Presbyterian Church, where he was, ish- I mean, where he worked as a videographer. According to an arrest warrant obtained by the Huffington Post, Brawls pulled down the four-year-old's clothes and touched her genitals. He also molested the six-year-old. The abuse took place numerous times over the course of almost two months. Oh. Days before confessing to the police, Brawls told uh, church elders about the abuse, according to the warrant. Uh, spokesperson for the Greenville Police Department, Jonathan Bragg, told the Huffington Post that Brawls first confessed at a church meeting. The father of the victims was present when he admitted to it. The father is also a church member and came to report the abuse to us. Religious phrases and biblical passages often appeared in social media accounts belonging to brawls. Fill us with mercy in the morning so we shall rejoice and be glad all our days, question mark. Mm-hmm. Psalm 9014, Geneva Bible. Mm, don't you mean feel the kids? <laughs> he also said marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. 
but kid touches okay okay bros has been charged with multiple felony counts of criminal sexual conduct with a minor according to online court records he's being held without bond the investigation continues guess the race of mr gilbert evan broyles I'm going to say white, man. All right. Let's check the chat room. Uh, father didn't fuck him up. Got to be a white devil among the Lord flock. Oh, Lord. Seventh heaven. White guilt just confessing oh. to everyone. White. Only nasty white man would, if, would admit to the church like the shit is going to be okay. <laughs> didn't get that dirty hairy special on the chest. White devil. I do wonder how the father like took it. Like how was he able to be like. He just needs help because I feel like I would have had to kill him. Oh, God, yeah. Like, the article would have read, man goes to jail for killing man in church. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mind, y'all. I don't know. What was I supposed to do? Yes, I killed him because he deserved to die. <laughs> and I hope it burns in hell. Everybody got it right. It's white. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. him in there. He looks evil. Yep, he did it. Today's <laughs> been uh the crimes are so heinous that the people just look like they did it. Like they, we haven't even had one of those like, mm, that, I'm so shocked to see that person. <laughs> um all right, man. This is the last story. Then we do sword ratchetness and we'll end the show. Uh police captain was arrested. For raping children? No, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, no God. children. <laughs> no children like, did were you harmed. Pick these out? No, no, no children, children were harmed. harmed in the making of these crimes. Right. Um, the NJ police captain arrested and stalked in an attack on Newark councilman. Um, a an Irvington, New Jersey police captain is under arrest on charges she reportedly stalked and assaulted a Newark, New Jersey city councilman on Monday afternoon. Monique Smith, forty three attended a ceremony promoting her to police captain later that evening she attended an event at a club in Irvington to celebrate the promotion according to third authorities who spoke with abc7 <laughs> police claimed that around 11 p.m newark councilman john james was nearing his home when smith confronted him i wonder if i can play the article for this one um yeah, she so she followed this motherfucker home, dog. <laughs> Man, she a police too? Like, I know she got so real. New at six o'clock, something of a personal scandal might be brewing tonight in New Jersey. Mixing politics and the police. A police captain from Irvington under arrest tonight for confronting and trying to crash her car into a car driven by Newark Councilman John Sharp James. It happened outside his father's home. His father with the very famous last name, very late last night. Here's New Jersey reporter Anthony Johnson. Captain Monique Smith, seen in this 2008 photo, celebrated her new rank Monday afternoon. But by Monday night, the newly promoted captain was in trouble with the law. Since early this morning, police and investigators have been at her house after she was charged with attacking the son of former Newark Mayor Sharp James. A car was impounded from Captain Smith's home this afternoon following allegations <laughs> she rammed her vehicle into the car being driven by Newark City Councilman John Sharp James. The incident ended right outside the home of the former Newark Mayor Sharp James. He apparently came to his son's defense and calmed the escalating domestic drama. The Irvington police captain and the Newark City Councilman have known each other for a while, 
but the nature of their current relationship is unknown. Captain Smith's boss says the matter is being seriously investigated. Suspending it without pay pending their criminal investigation adjudication. It's fortunate no one was hurt, but Captain Smith faces charges including stalking, criminal mischief, harassment, weapons possession for unlawful purposes, and aggravated assault. Authorities say up until now, the captain has had a stellar career. She's received many commendations for her police duties and functions. She's done a lot of community service efforts in this township. Captain Smith has been a member of the Irvington Police Department since 2000. Before that, she served in the U.S. Army in Afghanistan, reaching the rank of first lieutenant. Now her police career is in jeopardy. In Irvington, New Jersey, Anthony Johnson, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Mm. Guess the race of Captain Monique Smith. I'm going to go with black. Mm. All right. Let's check but yes. uh, uh, I'm going to go with black, but that sounds like some... That sounds like it could be either or, because that's just a scornful woman. Mm-hmm. Let's check this out. Who has a military background? So. Chat room says Captain Crunk. The ah, wait, the <laughs> D something was too good, and she oh, the dick was too good, and she <laughs> the D was too good. <laughs> the dick was too good, and she went crazy. Scariest white woman on earth, a single white female with a badge and a gun. Captain, you got me fucked up, black. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Cop White, she was mad at him for deleting all her scandal episodes off the DVR. Captain, I wish a nigga would. <laughs> the correct answer is black. Boy. And only one person missed it. put a picture in the chat room for you guys just Um, got promoted just got promoted maybe that's why she was feeling she could do it Mm -hmm. um you know she was invincible you get some pina coladas (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wouldn't surprise me if it came out that they had a relationship a Mm -hmm. sexual relationship because that's the only thing i could really think of that would drive so wait a woman can't just want to kill a man just because it's got to be something sexually to make her unstable. Shoot. I'm just saying, Karen. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she <laughs> rammed her car purposely into his car in front of his daddy's house. She was stalking him. Mm-hmm. There's underlying, I personally think there was more to their relationship other than, do, do random people find you and stalk you and run your car away on the street for no apparent reason? Just because? I mean, I don't know that it was random. Just saying, couldn't it have been like something else though? Couldn't it? Have... No, no, that you don't. You because she could politically destroy him. Mm. That was some personal shit. Okay, she's I... like he probably valued his car. <laughs> That's what she was like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this up. Well, she yeah, he done, he done did something to her, and she was like, "Fuck you." All right. Well, you guys uh were right. She was black, so maybe they, y'all saw the right that she's a a woman scorned. But I think she would just cut his penis off and twice. <laughs> oh um, Lord, I hope not. And of course, we have sword ratchetness, guys. Uh, where's my sword sound effect? There we go. And 
man that's how it happens um <laughs> a victim in a lost cru- lost cruces sword attack died of chop wounds shit chop wounds yeah well you know these coroners get paid a lot oh um, so you obviously they're not samurai because you know samurai will be a a, a clean cut fuckers chopping yeah i, I mean <laughs> isn't that always the cause of death by sword chop wounds i mean was that really a big did someone get a paycheck that week for saying that i could have done that right <laughs> mm, it appears she died from being chopped to death a uh, las cruces woman killed in a sword attack last year allegedly by her son suffered 16 chop wounds and, and incisions oh shit mm-hmm. was he chopping and stabbing hot yeah he was just going in a hot 16 full 16 according to the kids named jason (laughs) (laughs) the body of lisa cano 56 had a series of chop and incise wounds to the face neck upper chest and left arm oh the cause of death was listed as chop wounds (laughs) (laughs) i I like that name chop wounds like Uh, lamb chops I'll be goddamn my death certificate says chop wounds (laughs) right i'm going to harder than that uh, multiple internal injuries were found. The most serious of them were the slicing of the right carotid, uh, carotid artery and right jugular veins, massive facial and neck soft tissue damage, amputation of the right forearm and hand, and damage to the spine. The carotid artery is the blood vessel in the neck that the blood supplied uh, to the brain, neck, and face. Jugular veins are several veins of the side of the neck that return blood from the head to the heart. According to the report, nearly 7-inch by 2-inch gaping wound was made to the right side of her face by her own son joshua j hunt uh was charged last summer with first degree murder and evidence tampering he woke up hunt woke up his wife and children that morning saying he had attacked kano uh with what he called a pirate sword and killed her in retaliation for years of alleged verbal abuse according to a criminal complaint filed by investigators hunt reportedly admitted to changing clothes and cleaning up before meeting with police uh, no date has been set for his trial. He pleaded not guilty. How? You confessed to everybody, damn. Right. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, a lot of people say, Rod, these, these stories aren't that serious. Well, how about this? In Akron, a woman's breast was slashed with a sword. Oh, oh we chopping off titties now? By her boyfriend. Now, you might be pro sword, but, I get, I guess if you're pro sword, you can't be anti titties. Yeah, you can't, you can't fuck <laughs> with titty, man. Come on. Come on now. Uh, they, they, they give life. They yeah. provide life. Titty meats is precious. They make you feel good as a man. You and can't, you can't be chopping off titties. He's accused of using a sword to slash the breast and hand of his girlfriend. Tracy Gasson, 39, is charged with domestic violence, felonious assault, possession of drug paraphernalia, and marijuana abuse. Oh shit. He was being held on the summit, uh, in the summit county jail. Uh, according to police and court records, Gadsden got into the, an argument with his girlfriend Saturday. Um, and he used a sword and assaulted the woman. Her condition was not immediately known after the assault. He called 911 to report the incident. Police said officers found a sword and a loaded handgun on the table. They also found a digital scale, marijuana grinder, and marijuana inside the house. So, uh, yeah. Dang. That's your sword ratchetness for today. Uh, Brandon, man. Such, y'all, a violent, 
such a violent episode, right? What you do to me? Man, this is what happened when Mike ain't here, man. You know, Mike, <laughs> Mike don't show up. We pull out all the baby rape stories. Um, <laughs> Brandon, man, tell them where to find you and uh, if you guys got any upcoming dates or anything people can come to. Yeah, yeah. You guys can follow me uh, personally at Mr. Underscore B. Collins on Twitter. You can follow my boy Mike Brown, who's my co-producer of Comedy Outliers, at Yo Mike Brown. You can follow us at uh, Comedy Outliers. Go on ComedyOutliers.com. We got a show this Saturday, January 17th at Lily O'Brien's, 18 Murray Street. That's in Tribeca if you live in New York. Uh, it's at 7 p.m. We got a stacked lineup. Already a lot of pre-sale uh, tickets are sold. So go on our website and buy those tickets immediately if you want to come through on Saturday. We also have a three-year anniversary coming up next month. So check out our website, join our mailing list, follow us on Twitter. We got all that stuff. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. So thank you guys so much again for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, man. No problem, Anytime. man. Anytime, man. you. Um, and uh, next time, you know what I'm saying, like, Spit, spit in Camille's drink too, man. Why you there, dog? <laughs> like drop, drop his ice on the floor and then put some, put it back in his cup, man. Like Friday. Um, I will. Next time though, we gotta have some happier stories because this shit. I gotta do a show tonight. I'm all sad. Think about chop titties mm-hmm. and kids. Welcome, you welcome, buddy. Uh, use <laughs> use the pain inside of you. Uh, and then of course, uh, yeah, go to get bevel. Use code TBGWT. And a uh, special shout out to uh, my grandma who just passed away today mm-hmm. after a long. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's okay. After a long fight with cancer, I'm glad yeah. she doesn't have to suffer anymore. Ain't that the truth? Um, a lot of people uh, wonder about my upbringing, like where we get these jokes from, where we get that gallo sense of humor from. Uh, definitely get a lot of it from Grandma Peg. So mm-hmm. uh, she means a lot to she meant a lot to everybody uh, in the family. Um, definitely, um, I, you know, I know she could, couldn't just tell everybody else, but she definitely said I was her favorite. So, um, (laughs) you know, all the other people that came in second, you know, I feel bad for y'all, but I'm sorry for you. We definitely sat around and talked trash about y'all behind y'all back. So, (laughs) uh, we'll be back tomorrow with my man, Chris Lambert and, uh, uh, at 7 PM. So until Mm -hmm. then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.